0: Welcome to Geek Exploration, the podcast where we won't make you choose between the red pill or the blue pill to listen to us. I'm Ben Robinson.
1: And I'm John Williams. Grab your leather jackets, your pleather pants, and your frameless sunglasses. We're talking the Matrix.
0: Alright, how you doing, Ben? I'm doing just peachy keen. Yeah, we're back
1: in the booth um, after a week off, because I wasn't feeling well last week. You son of a bitch. I know, we had to push <laughs> it off, and now we're a little bit behind. Um, but we are joined today. We have a we have another guest. Woo! Yo. I know, look at us. What's going on, fellas? We've got Craig Perales from the... Is that how it's pronounced? Perales? Yes, sir. Nailed it. All right. Craig Perales from uh, Last Call Gaming on... Uh, on uh, well, where, where yeah? I know I've listened to you on Apple Podcasts and I know you have a YouTube show.
2: Yeah, so the YouTube show is um is the channel's last call productions, and then the biggest show we do on it is Last Call Gaming. So Last Call Gaming you can find on YouTube, Castbox, Spotify, iTunes, and then wherever else Castbox pumps it out at under Last Call Gaming.
1: There it is. Sweet. Yeah. Uh we we've just got Craig. He you usually have your uh your co-host Mandrew on there, correct? Yeah,
2: Mandrew Montemara and I. You do it. Sometimes my brother jumps on and he he helps us out on the bigger episodes. Um, but since day one, it's been Andrew and I uh doing the show together. But today it looks like you just got me, boils Woo! <laughs>
1: nice, I like that. And I and I, I liked that Mandrew too. I've got a, my brother in law's name is uh is Andrew and I call him Mandrew. Oh,
2: nice, nice.
1: Felt very, very at home. There you go. <laughs> So, yeah, we're talking, we're talking Matrix today. Yeah. The trilogy, the uh, animated show, the video game, the phenomenon, the Matrix.
0: Yeah, it was a big one. Yeah. It uh, did some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah I'm nice. Like I was
2: telling you guys, I watched it all in, in one day, so that was a lot of Matrix. That was Matrix overload. The Matrix overloaded. That is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that'll be the title for the fourth one there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Actually, you know,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if only it started with, a, with an R, because it seems like they've got a thing for R's, at least uh, with the sequels. Yeah, what R- would you, Rover you guess? Rover Loaded? Rover Loaded? <laughs> Remaxed? Rewatched? Revisited, maybe? See, I feel like there was something called Matrix Revisited, whether that was... Uh, like a documentary or something, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was a comic book? I feel like there was a comic book and I didn't do enough research to find that out for sure.
0: Matrix (laughs) redundancy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I watched one a day for three days. That's probably how I should have done it. (laughs) It's a little bit better paced for sure.
1: I can imagine watching the three of them in one day would be very, very difficult. Angelina and I went and watched the, the first one one night, the second one a couple nights later. And I I decided, even though I had plenty of time, I decided early on that I wasn't going to watch the third one because I'm not sure I've ever finished it. (laughs) So I kind of I kind of like I I saw all sorts of videos that were saying, like, you know, the ending of the Matrix three or uh, Matrix uh, revolutions. revolutions? Yeah, Yeah. revolutions Um, explained. So I was like, oh, shit, if I don't know what it is, then it might be more fun to come in here cold and have you guys explain it to me. (laughs) So I have, as far as I remember, I have not actually finished the third Matrix. And I kept it that way, even though I, I had a lot of time.
0: I bet you saw it. I don't see how you didn't get around to seeing
2: it. At some maybe point maybe I was drunk. Maybe I was high. Maybe I was bored. Do so you never watch the final, <laughs> you never saw the final rain fight? The what fight? The rain fight between him and Smith. That's the end yeah. of number three. Oh, shit. Is that... Oh, that's in a city, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's, when, oh, he, okay, yeah, that's so. when they do the Superman kind of flying fight battle that's fucking dope. We can Yeah, yeah they're flying show, right? in the
0: air and they, pe- they bash into each other and the, the, all the water comes out in like a big bubble because they hit each other so hard and shit. Yeah, yeah okay. that
1: kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> kind
0: yeah, kinda. it's got the weird uh, boss baby robot king at the end. That
2: <laughs> does not sound familiar. It's <laughs> a terrible description. He has to use the, you know, the squiddies to like make a, some sort of human face so we can get the concept that it's actually talking. Yeah.
1: Okay, I don't remember that. that. That makes me feel a lot better about my decision.
0: After the rain fight, you, you probably didn't need to watch the rest of it, really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I wonder how much of that is, is going to be important going forward. But um, So, The Matrix was a, uh, a movie that came out in 1999, and it was, it was some big shit um how old are you craig if you don't mind me asking if that's not too personal 32 okay so we've got a few years on you
2: i, I believe number one came out when i was in sixth grade because i remember there was this kid in my class he would wear and i didn't see it in theaters he would wear these shades with no with no uh rim, and he'd go look i'm morpheus i'm like who the fuck is morpheus
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what it is
2: you're doing <laughs> but then, now and so that's why it stands out that it would have been like sixth grade i think so somewhere around there six to eight. Oh man i imagine that kid got picked on no,
1: even <laughs> though that was a super popular movie i don't think that was something you could do
0: i don't think there's any place in high school where you could go around dressing like anyone from the matrix <laughs> and uh and anybody but you think you're cool
2: <laughs> although i always wanted to dust it like that but
0: it just wasn't in the cards I have also always wanted a duster like that. I don't think I'd look cool in it, but I fucking want one. <laughs> I, I was actually like the, the fucking, there's like a feed store up the street from my house and they had a fucking like cool ass fucking canvas cowboy duster for like 150 bucks. And I was like, man, well, are you, buy where are you guys that.
2: at? Where are you guys located at? Exactly. Cause it's in California, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're in like, uh, I'm, I'm like halfway between Sacramento and Tahoe. Okay.
2: Yeah. We're, we're Northern
1: California. Basically the Central Valley, but heading up towards the, the mountains. Yeah, the very
2: northern foothills of it. Oh yeah, because yeah. I'm I, I'm here in Bullhead City, by Nevada, and it gets like 120 degrees when it's summer. So, a, a, a duster would kill you out
0: here. It was in winter when they were selling it, but like as far as like being out in the rain, like it's a great fucking rain jacket. Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah, but unless you're in the Old West, the Matrix, or Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you cannot wear a duster.
0: I wouldn't look cool enough, that's no. for sure. But uh, I'd feel cool on the inside. And exactly. That's what you, you would think you were way
1: cooler than you actually looked.
0: Like, I don't think I'd leave the property in it.
1: Yeah, add in those sunglasses. Oh, you're styling. Um, so, I, I, I mean, should we just jump right into Matrix fashion? Or did we already just yeah. cover Matrix no, I fashion? Th-
0: I think we should. Uh, the, the one thing I noticed look at, at the second movie when they like first have like their meetup with everybody, you know, when they, they, they Morpheus is late. Yeah. This right is, in the beginning. This is too cool for fucking school. Yeah. <laughs> and he shows up and he's late. And, like I thought about it, like, wait, hold on. Like they went through in the first one and we're like, Hey, yeah. So you come into the matrix, you can look like whatever you want. And this is the style that everybody chose. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> everybody. That was the look.
0: Yeah. No one looks like the iron giant. Cause that'd be <laughs> cool. Or fucking no one's got like a fucking, uh, you know, gundam suit or something Yeah, that, that might like, stand this. out a little bit <laughs> well like what they're wearing doesn't
2: <laughs> yeah true story yeah they look like people that don't belong there
0: yeah yeah and and what was
1: weird about about the matrix? i mean of course this was just a a uh, production design choice but like everybody in the fucking matrix is wearing black except for the the randos who wear white but like even Switch, the, the pedestrians on the street you know, it's, it's only when, the, when they want somebody to pop where they put them in red or something.
3: Yeah, it's just like, yeah, kind of like an anime when
2: the, like, the main protagonists and stuff like that usually have like a, a, a crazy hairstyle. So they kind of stand out from the rest. It's kind of just because the Matrix is heavily influenced by anime. So it's just kind of a way to go, oh, these absolutely. are our characters compared to the rest. You know, they, they pop, essentially. Yeah. Absolutely. I tried to get
0: my daughter to watch it with me because she's like fucking anime obsessed. She loves anime. That's like the only thing she's really interested in. And uh, I was like, you should watch this. I think you'd like it. And she's just like, no, (laughs) I
3: Sounds like your daughter. (laughs) Like,
0: Like, I think he would like this. I watched it with my son and fucking he loved it, especially the first Matrix. He was fucking into it. Like it had like cool fights. And uh, I think it was this was like the first time that I found like that I remember seeing like gun fu where people are like doing like a fight scenes with guns.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There were there were movies that were out there that that mixed the old kung fu aesthetics with American storytelling but the, but this was this was the first one that made such a big splash like popularized it yeah, yeah, to the general audience, you know, where all of a sudden like these moves and i mean i I don't want to take anything away from the matrix like th- there are a few moments where it's just sort of like you know really choppy and robotic and and clearly rehearsed, like I mean, it's all clearly rehearsed, but some of that shit is really good in my opinion i mean i'm i'm, I'm no I'm no kung fu movie expert, but I feel like a lot of that shit looked really good. Like they took it seriously and they did a quality job with it, so it's not just laughable.
0: Yeah, I remember one of one of the notes I have is that the the from the first Matrix, the fights look slow. Like they don't look they're not like super fucking like Jackie Chan fast or anything. It's like, you know, there's like block punch. You know, it it did seem a bit more choreographed. Like mm-hmm. it was still cool, but it didn't it seemed slow by modern standards after watching shit like John Wick or anything. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Where yeah, where it's just a lot more frenetic than than this was. But I mean, I don't you know, think it's just kind of the time, I think. Well, and
1: that also goes into the to the shooting style, because yeah, in, especially in the first Matrix, you know, they the they they use a lot of um a lot of one shots, you know, where we're like it is choreographed because you're watching them do it all in one take, or at least a huge chunk in one take. Where with John Wick, you know, they, they the modern action movie has has learned to use like super quick cuts, which eh, it's kind of a cheat, but it it still looks cool, at least in John Wick. But some other flicks, I don't know, they don't pull it off quite as well. But I enjoyed it, like especially in in like the uh, the Morpheus uh, Neo uh, practice fight. Yeah, that one was really stylized, but still was was exciting to me.
2: Well, it was kind of getting to the point though, where like that training room one is kind of like the slowed down version because he's just now learning that he or he has the concept now that he has, you know, I know kung fu. Like he he's finally getting all that stuff. Where if you compare it to like number two and when he fight when uh Neo fights all the Smiths, that is way more fast. And then they also did it with like practical effects and him fighting next to like when he has yeah. the metal bar, that's all CGI. So they did a pretty interesting way of of moving the actual characters in with CGI fight scenes to make it that faster look that uh, number two and number three have versus number one.
0: I noticed that distinctly, like the first one, most of the fight scenes and most everything, even the special effects are pretty practical. Like they have people doing wire work and then they're doing a bunch of composites and the, the bullet time, 360 rotation things. But most of those shots included real people.
1: Yeah, like like with with those shots, like especially in the in the first fight with Trinity and the cops, which I fucking love that the that the movie opens up with, you know, just you you learn how dangerous she is when the, when the agents show up. You don't know who anybody is, but but he's just like your men are already dead. Yeah, like oh, so I fucking love that line. <laughs> goes into goes into Trinity whooping ass, and uh, she does that that little like jumping crane, crane thing. Kick. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, does the circle. But I I I feel like. Fuck, I should have done more research, but I think they they had a rig that had like shit tons of cameras yeah. like in a circle so they could shoot that all simultaneously and they could rotate as they needed to without having to resort to CGI. Like it was uh, it was something like like a Star Wars or a Superman where they had an effect they wanted to achieve, but they had to build the means to create it. You know, I, it could have been used in a previous movie, and I just don't know about it. Um, if anybody knows of one and you want to tell me I'm wrong and I'm an asshole, email <laughs> us at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com.
0: I think Blade had something similar to that in it. The first Blade movie. Was Blade before this? I think it was, yeah, I think it was 98. Oh, shit. But it was, I don't think it was nearly as sophisticated.
1: Oh, they had trench coats, too. They, they did. Yeah, they, I do not know
2: where they ripped it off from. <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> I take my praise back.
2: um
0: but then the second movie like they started leaning heavier on cgi because like you can tell like the beginning of the neo versus smith's fight there's a lot more practical stuff going on and then once it starts getting heavy like okay yeah these are this is all cgi
3: yeah
2: when he starts running around kicking all of them running on that i mean pause that and take a good look at it i mean it is it is so just cgi yeah
1: the textures
2: are off but for what
0: 2003 was it 2003 I, I feel like yeah. it
2: was far uh, farther along that oh was it only that long yeah cool they shot him they shot two and three back to back so i think they both came out yeah.
1: early 2003 and late 2003 yeah oh shit for some reason i thought there was like 10 years between them no, I, was, I don't
0: think there's any oh that yeah much.
1: there's no way the matrix sequels came out after like fucking dark knight and fucking superman returns and
0: if shit. they did they would have looked bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, it's obvious it, it like you can see the CGI now but I mean for 2003 it looks
2: pretty fucking I feel think it holds up. It's just you can tell it's dated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's
1: one of those things where I was watching the movie and uh I mean spoiler alert, I fucking love the second Matrix. I hey, love it you. to death. So do I. As as I alluded to uh earlier, it's it's very much a Back to the Future thing. Like I understand how the first one was more important and was better all in all like but just like back to the future i like the second one the most i love the action i love the effects and that smith fight is possibly my favorite fight in the entire series and some of the best dialogue yeah the the cgi does not bother me one bit i i still go back to the first time i watched it and i was so fucking excited to see all of those smiths and to see him fucking wreckin' shop and then in the end when he fucking takes off and flies in the air and does that superman pose up in the sky.
3: Ooh.
2: Dude, I'm getting chills this thing about it. Well, it's weird cuz number <laughs> 1 is number 1 is as a as a, a standalone movie. You don't need to watch two yeah. or 3 to appreciate it. Where I like you, I like number 2 better, but you can't watch number 2 without knowing the concept of what number 1 was.
0: Absolutely. Well, yeah, cuz you got this guy that's like super fucking powered. Yeah, he's got, got a real bad
2: Messiah complex.
0: Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they, they almost left number one with him being too powered. Like, in fact, each one of them, like the first one, he ends the first one being like, I'm about to fucking wreck shop and kill all these motherfuckers. Oh. Yeah, he's he's a beast. And then they have to, like, present him with a new challenge that, that's commensurate with his new power. And they kind of do that. And then at the end of the second one, like, now his powers extend to the real world. And so now they have to manufacture another threat that, that can, uh, or kind of keep that threat going to, to kind of escalate things well is make, it really the real
2: world it. isn't the isn't the the zion quote-unquote a matrix within itself because at the end when he, or number two when he's talking to the architect he's like we've done this already five times six times you're, you're you're gonna pick the other door you're gonna choose 23 you know men and women or whatever and you're gonna restart zion so is it really essentially the real world or is it all just a matrix within a matrix that's See, what that, kind of fucked me a- up i was just like wait is this is it actually a real world that's a big theory that I saw a
1: YouTube video on that that explains why, you know, that why Zion should exist. Because if the Matrix was smart, they would actually make people think that they could get out when they actually can't. Like, that's the best way to keep them complacent and keep them working towards something, you know, and yeah. not question anything because they think they're
0: already out of there. Just sideline the folks that are causing trouble.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because the reason he was able to use that power and stop the squids in, in the real world was because he was getting, what, closer to, like, the, the robot city or something like that, so that's why he was still connected and could use that. It's that Number two is when shit starts getting weird in, in terms yeah. of what is actually fact and what is actually fiction or, you know, Matrix-centric, and it's just, that's when shit starts going like, uh-oh, now I really gotta pay attention because it's nuts. Yeah, that that seems like, like, for the
1: sequels, they, I mean... I, I came up with a with a back to the future analogy just because of how I felt about number 2 but the more I think about it the more we talk the more apt it is like at, yeah. the, at the end of the first movie like him flying away was their their fucking was back to the future's like roads where we're going we don't need roads moment where they they had <laughs> it
0: flies no away no <laughs> intention
1: of, of it of it going anywhere it was just a fun stinger and and then all of a sudden they have to come back and they need writers to create a story that that facilitates two more movies to be filmed simultaneously. And uh, and I, I mean, personally, I having not seen or not remembering, at least how the third one finishes, I, I still I
2: still like what they did. Yeah, because they had to do something. <laughs> they had to do something. And what else can you do in a, in a movie that's based on living in a computer program, uh, a simulator, as it were?
1: Yeah, and ending it with your main character being God.
2: As the series went
0: on for me, it just kind of raised more and more questions. And uh, like my general thought on the, the the third one was, you guys are taking yourself way too seriously to have this many plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna take yourself this seriously, that's cool and all, but you need to kind of fill in the gaps here a little bit better. <laughs> but no, I agree. The second one was fucking bad. Like the whole getting the keymaker guy away from. The Merovingian scene where they're fucking fighting on top of freaking semi-trucks. That whole thing was badass.
1: That fucking fucking freeway, man. Yeah. That that scene is so intense. I will never, ever in my life get tired of watching that scene. And apparently, I I mean, I remember hearing years ago in filming that they only had like a teeny tiny little stretch of freeway built for that, but they just had to keep shooting up and down it. And um, it but, all kind
0: of looks the same. So that makes sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and and that was a that was a brilliant part of the uh, the production design on that thing is that, that they've got this mega city that is nondescript. It is not any city. It's not L.A. It's not New York. It's not Chicago. It's just a giant city. And I love that they kept it that way. So you don't actually have to tie yourselves to any to any reality of a city. It's just a giant city. And you accept that.
0: It's almost like there's only one city in the entire world. Because, like, I noticed when Neo, I think, was flying away from, like, the mountaintop thing. Yeah. And it was like, where are they? And he was like, they're at, like, Washington and this. And he's like, okay. I'm
3: like hey. He
0: he did
1: say, like, like, like 400 miles south. Oh, yeah, but that's still not, not descriptive. Yeah, but, like,
0: in what city are they? Like, are they in Denver? <laughs> are they in <laughs> exactly. New York City? Like, where the hell are they? Like, what do you mean? But, I mean, maybe in The Matrix they just, like, fucking plop everyone in, like, Metropolis. And, like, that's it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, something like 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 another movie in that uh, in that subgenre, like Dark City, where you know it's just a city.
2: Yeah, and was, I thought it was really cool because they have the. Well, it's like the agents are chasing them, as lo- and then the two. Um, what were the twins' names? What were the white twins that kind of can dissipate in the like sand or whatever? Yeah, that the was? ghosts. The ghost I don't know. Twins. Ghost yeah. guys. Yeah, I don't know. They were cool. They were really cool to watch. I wish we would have saw more of them in number three, but
1: yeah, the dreadlock ghosts.
2: Yeah, because they yeah they made it out alive, right? Yeah, well if I remember right the explosion happens and then they they kind of use that oh, yeah, power slime they don't the get they're not physical form and then nothing nothing implied that they were that they died. Yeah. So
0: I did think it was kind of cool that they were like, you know, like werewolves and ghosts and shit are like wayward programs. Yeah, he keeps all yeah. of
2: like the dysfunctional programs that he doesn't want to send back. He like keeps them as like his bodyguards or whatever. Yeah, like that was kind of neat.
0: Yeah.
1: And that that fucking shot with uh with Lawrence Fishburne on the overpass, you know, pulling out his sword. There's the the SUV coming towards him when he just does that quick little fucking roll and and hacks the tires and then shoots the
0: tank. Holy (laughs) shit. That was definitely Morpheus's coolest fucking scene. Classic Morpheus. Yes. Yeah. Like showing why. Okay, this guy is a badass. Yeah. He's not just some sort of weird religious zealot. Yeah. He's also fucking bad. And,
1: and Trinity's motorcycle against traffic thing, like, I, I won't lie, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, every time I play, like, Grand Theft Auto and I'm on a motorcycle going against traffic, like, yeah. I'm doing that exact same thing, just, like, weaving, and I know I'm subconsciously channeling that, that feeling, that adrenaline. Yeah, it's an an awesome <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't end well for me.
0: Like, Have you ever seen those videos of, like, the fucking Russian dudes doing that shit in real life? No. It's fucking insane
2: but i know what i'm doing I mean, after I this didn't... now <laughs> i will be watching that video <laughs> yeah
0: there there's yeah just dudes on fucking crotch rockets just blazing through traffic it and it's it makes me with what like gopros nervous. on or something yeah what Dude. the fuck
1: is wrong with people I, it,
0: they're insane like, like that are, shit and, like people who like
1: do handstands on the on the edges of skyscrapers and shit like that shit gives me clammy skin just like looking at still photos <laughs> Fuck that.
2: Yeah, it makes my feet hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, ugh. But I, I did have a question for you guys, though. Maybe you can help answer it for me. So obviously he's he's, he's trying to find the one. Morpheus is trying to find the one. They, they get Neo out. Why does How does he decide who else to unplug? Like, why is Cypher on the crew? Why is Switch on the crew? I, that's what I never got. Are they, are they supposed to be potentially the ones? Because I know Trinity was, you know, she was a hacker and stuff, and she was looking for stuff. So I understand why why she was unplugged, because she's been helping Morpheus locate Neo, the one, because obviously her prophecy with the Oracle. But what the fuck is Cypher doing on that crew? What is Switch doing on that crew? I never really understood why he's unplugging anyone that's not the one.
0: At least my, the assumption that I made, because it isn't clear in the movie, was that either he was searching for the one, and basically anyone who seemed to notice that they were in the matrix or anyone that they had indications that, you know, like, okay, what's the matrix, what's going on here? And like, was digging into it. He, in case they, you know, if they were the one, he, like he'd pull them out cause he's looking for the ones. So like the one is obviously going to figure out that they're in a fucking simulation. Right. And so I, the impression I got was that he's, yeah, he was pulling people out hoping they were the one and then they're not. And, uh, well then
2: why the so, fuck does the Oracle have all these potential ones living with her that aren't unplugged? Is yeah, everyone it, well, at the Oracle House that's a potential ones. Yeah, bending spoons. And shit, so like, I was just like, I'm, I'm just kind of confused of what's going on and who's get, being pulled and who's not being pulled. There's a line in the first
1: one that I didn't, I didn't actually quote, but I, I, had a question regarding it because they infer that they, that they mostly free children.
3: Uh, yeah, but and to me age, that, yeah.
1: that didn't that didn't make sense. You know, that that like, oh yeah, that that was the line that yeah, Neo was older than they usually pull people out. You know, and it's like, wait, so they're just freeing a bunch of fucking kids? I don't know. There was um one animatrix uh, animated short. I think it was the first one in the in the series where it was a kid in high school, and he was just like he's in he's in the middle of class and he's like writing in a notebook like Neo Trinity like Set Me Free or something like like it, he's he's clearly got something going on, and then all of a sudden you know his phone starts ringing and and the voice on there says like you know they know you're there, similar to 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 Neo's experience. But he's, you know, he's in the middle of school. So he starts running agents show up and he like climbs to the roof and they corner him there and he just fucking like dives off. <laughs> Is that
2: the one where he's in the skateboard? Yes. Okay. I think I just saw that one. I know. What you're talking about.
1: Okay. Yeah. And it, it tracks his fall down there and all of a sudden it's at a funeral and they're just like, you know, he was a, he was a disturbed kid. Like hopefully he found his peace, whatever. And then, and then it shows him like unplugged, like in the real world or in the quote unquote real world. And, you know, he'd been saved by them. Which is not how it actually works. He didn't take a pill, but
2: no, why? Are, not at all. Right? Why are all yeah. the people that are unplugged? Then adults and Cipher said he's only been on the ship for nine years, which means he would have been twenty something and not a kid when they pulled him, or thirty something. And then all the kids that the Oracle has on the as right shit. mind to get pulled are still in the Matrix. Like when I was rewatching,
0: and I was thinking of, was like maybe those kids at the Oracle's place, maybe they're programs and not people. But then, like the fucking in the third one, the you know whatever the, the lackey dude runs up to Neo. Second one. Well, and gives him the spoon. Was yep. that the second one? Yeah. And he runs up and he's like, well, the kid said, you would know what this means. I'm like, all right. So that kid was definitely real. He definitely wasn't a program. And apparently has been unplugged since
2: then. Uh, yeah. See, that's or what mind fucks me. It's like, okay. Uh...
0: Or maybe, maybe they were unplugged and they were going back into the matrix to like train under the Oracle or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's where this I get. This thing doesn't make sense. <laughs> Fuck this movie. I don't think we're but supposed it, to think about it this much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just want to know what's up with that crew. I'm like, why are there so many ship crews of just people on it? That because at least Trinity had a had a had an origin and a goal. She was already a hacker. She's she knows that her prophecy is tied to finding Neo and falling in love with them. What did anyone else do in that thing besides Cipher betraying him? Like, what was Switch's job? What did what did she go on? What just stand and guard the the phone so when they come back they have a clear line to get back out. Bodyguards, essentially, glorified bodyguards.
0: You need people to fight a war, so, I mean, y- you gotta pull people out to, f- to do shit. Of course, Morpheus didn't seem to think anyone was worth a shit other than me, right. so... Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why he's pulling anyone out, but... And, and, and with Cypher's thing, too, it's like, I kind of wondered, like, why doesn't he just, like, have a, a weekend program and go plug himself in?
2: Yeah, exactly. Nothing's stopping you from going into a training room and eating a steak. Yeah. That that
1: was my exact reaction to that. He's like, oh, I just want to eat a fucking steak. It's like, you you can do that. Can can yeah. you not go into the Matrix and buy a steak yeah. if, like, if you really want to? Like, if, if you don't sit there and cause a scene, like, agents aren't going to show up and just start fucking wrecking
0: shop. <laughs> right. And if you don't dress in black leather, you just have, like, a nice, you know, sensible button down.
2: Yeah. You can just go to a restaurant. Yeah. Wear a suit. <laughs> Be presentable. <laughs> hey, but, but they're great movies. <laughs>
0: You could dine and ditch. Who the fuck cares? You, you could have a fucking get a credit card that's got unlimited
2: funds on it. You could have a blast. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know what he's complaining about. But. You could ask
1: for salt, and if the chef gets pissed, you could kung fu his ass and get the fuck out of there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matrix. So how were the games? You guys said you were diving into those?
3: <laughs> oh, you no. Know, so, so,
2: uh... Yeah, John went and picked up the
0: GameCube, a GameCube copy of Enter the Matrix.
1: Yeah, it was, it was on the day that, I, I think it was on the day that we decided we were going to do that, or the day after. And I, I happened to be in a retro game store, and sure enough, there it was, 15 bucks. I don't know if it was worth it, but for <laughs> for, for the show, it was.
0: And I don't know if it would be better on, like, a PS2, maybe with a different controller, but, uh, I mean, this was like the early days of 3D Games. Yeah, that's what I'm, I remember so, playing on was
1: the PS2 one. Yeah, me too. When we were kids, so the controls yeah.
0: were fucking from like modern game perspective. The controls were freaking confusing because you know the GameCube's got you know the the right analog stick was run around. Obviously, it was run and look. You
2: know, so which, <laughs> oh, that's, like, always, you would, that's always fun.
0: Yeah, and then if you wanted to look around in first person view, you could use the right analog, which kind of makes sense until you realize all it acts like like you you push it to one way and you go into first person, but then you have to control it with the left analog still it was bad like you can't just control it with the right analog it's like what what were you guys thinking how did this make control scheme make sense so it was was just i had a hard time getting used to it to play the game but it was pretty rad kicking some ass doing some matrix moves like you could run up fucking walls and fucking grab people's guns and fucking punch them in the face i do remember
2: liking it i haven't played it in a long time don't don't you get a pick if you want to play ghost or uh, is it niobe Yeah. yeah No, it is. It, you get to pick, and okay. we pick
0: Niobe, and uh, and yeah, it's got like cutscenes that were filmed at the same That's time. That's what I remember. I thought that was cool. And third movie, there's like two and a half hours of cutscenes in the game, which is oh, cool. Shit. Make that, hey, that makes it canon. Yeah, and it was. It, I mean, the fighting in it was pretty cool. Like it, the controls were a little clunky, but that was just for the era. I mean, otherwise, I think the game was pretty rad. The animations were pretty solid. Graphics were GameCube graphics. I mean, it's what I would expect. The uh, animation of Niobe climbing up a fence was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you, you
1: played it quite a bit longer than I did, and I remember you getting frustrated with, uh, with the driving mission. Oh, the
0: driving was terrible. It was not good at all.
1: And not to mention that, the, that early mission with the, with the gas filling up that room and trying to figure out where the fuck you're supposed to go.
0: Yeah, didn't give you a whole lot of direction, but it was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, especially contemporaneously for that time, I, I think it was at least as good as the third movie. Like, if, if I was going to spend two hours playing that game or watching Matrix Revolution, I'd play the game.
2: <laughs> the, what oh, was the damn. other one? Wasn't the other one like Path of Neo or something like that where, where it's actually based on Keanu Reeves', Reeves version in there? I, me- I remember that one sucked. Yeah, I never played that one.
1: Oh, you know more than I do. I, I, I mean, the, the name sounds familiar, but I did not even think of its existence.
2: Yeah, I remember trying to play it younger, and I was like, dude, this game fucking sucks. So don't play it then. I'm doing you a favor. Don't play it. Well, now I have to. <laughs> and I want to hear your review on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the infancy of 3D gaming, and
0: like most of them weren't that good. They were just, the cameras were terrible. And uh, they just, it took a while to figure that out, and they hadn't figured it out yet. Yeah, when yeah. this shit was going on, and they had to because a two D matrix game wouldn't have felt genuine at all. It wouldn't have felt like the Matrix in any way, shape, or form. That's fair.
1: Yeah, agreed. So
0: the, you know they had to go that route, and that was the technology they were working with. I mean, they were cutting edge in the movie, and the game wasn't quite. <laughs> it was it was just an
1: edge. Well, yeah, yeah, because the the movie itself was, or the movies themselves were so huge and so influential. That you couldn't help but try to capitalize in every possible way, uh, except action figures. Weirdly enough, I don't, I don't remember huh, any action figures. I never figures. even thought about
2: that. Yeah, I don't remember any figures yeah, but, either.
1: But it doesn't shock me at all that they, that they went the video game route. I'm surprised they didn't have their own line of clothing in Hot Topic.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, sh- was Hot Topic, a th- it was totally a thing. Yeah it, was around, yeah, it was around when we were in high school. I mean, I think the stuff in Hot Topic wasn't... Far off from what was in the Matrix, anyway. Yeah, maybe maybe the uh,
1: the production designer went to Hot Topic to uh, to get ideas.
2: Well, yeah, when Matrix was coming out, it was kind of when Hot Topic was just starting out, and it was uh, one of these things that kind of I wouldn't say did it on its own, but it definitely made the shift of making like geek culture and nerd like things popular for the mainstream. Matrix single-handedly yeah. did that with the movies. Hot Topic kind of started doing it with clothes and things like that. So it's right around the same time. What the the, the late nineties, early aughts. Yeah, yeah, that's legit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Matrix made the Matrix made being a dork cool.
1: I don't know if if I if everyone feels this way, but like I've I felt this way like through our entire life that like everything that was that was cool in our childhood or our growing years, I was embarrassed of. Like when we were little kids in the late <laughs> 80s, comic early 90s, books and- well, you know, just, just what was popular, like fucking R&B when we, when we were kids in the early 90s, you know, I, I thought was fucking trash. You got shit like fucking crisscross. What the fuck was crisscross? Like they, they wear their fucking <laughs> clothes backwards. What the fuck are people doing? You know, uh, fucking tying your shirt off to one side in the late '80s, and fucking—I don't know, man—just into the into the Matrix with the fucking hot topic goth scene. Like, I've always just been embarrassed of our generation.
0: I think that's fairly universal. I mean, you laugh at people all the way down, but uh,
1: is it like did kids in the '70s think bell bottoms were stupid? Not at the time,
0: but maybe later. Like.
1: No, I thought it in the at the time. Oh, so you
0: are just too cool for school? Man. No, I just <laughs> I,
1: I don't I don't fucking know. I never thought I was better than it, but I was just fucking embarrassed. It just looked, it just seemed weird to me.
0: We've got some pictures of us that, that <laughs> we could definitely be embarrassed. Of.
3: Yeah, and and shit
0: that I thought was super cool. And I looked like a fucking hobo. You know, I I I think
1: even then, like what we were into, like I knew I wasn't cool, but yeah. <laughs> I did it anyway. Uh, let's see. So what else came from the Matrix? Columbine? No, <laughs> no. I, th- I think Columbine was before that because we were getting we were getting in trouble in high school. No, I don't before think it was 99. before. It.
2: I think that's why the fashion design didn't catch on because didn't that kid go there with a trench coat and light yeah,
0: everybody yeah, up? I think it's. I think yeah. it was
3: after
2: Matrix.
0: I remember. I remember, I'm, I thought I remembered like the news, like making a connection between Matrix and Columbine though. Oh,
1: that's true with the, uh, with the, the uh, the lobby scene.
0: Yeah, they were inspired. Yeah, they were inspired by the Matrix or some shit, which so was it- bullshit. If you were like, I'm a kid and I want to go kill a bunch of people and you saw the yeah, Matrix same one, year, yeah, that's 99. Rad. I thought it was fucking rad too, but you know what? The, I, it didn't make me kill anybody.
2: <laughs> oh, so Craig, you checked in. It was 99. It's yeah, it was April 20th, 1999. So if, if the movie was not out by then cuz i know it came out in 99 there was definitely probably trailers playing of that look and that style wow, cuz it's probably why it never caught on any more than it did i remember
1: uh once columbine happened of course since we were we were part of the the misfits and the outcasts we all got called into the principal's office they were all watching us and shit i mean i'm i'm sure we knew a person or two who would wear a black trench coat but that was outlawed but for some reason, I thought it happened earlier on in our high school career, but that yeah, that would have been our the the end of our senior year.
0: Yeah, Matrix came out March thirty first. Oh so it was like, shit! Oh wow. Okay, like, yeah. So they were neck and neck right there. Yeah, so it was they inch it out by a little bit. Well, that that's kind of that's some bad press, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it did fine.
2: Yeah. Apparently, well, no, it it, it, yeah, when, it when it came out, touches. it was number one in the box office, and then it fell off for like four weeks, and then it came back at number one, and that's just that was just word of mouth for how good it was damn
1: that's wild that doesn't happen often
2: <laughs> no no no, it does not
0: <laughs> sounds like word of mouth and one mass murder <laughs> like, imagine yeah. people were like oh yeah these yeah let's not go see the matrix until next week let's let this thing cool down yeah
1: and then everybody's like wait what there's a cool fucking shootout scene that inspired a murder we're in <laughs> or mass mass murder several murder i don't know yeah what was it oh, shit, so if you guys would indulge me we we all know that the first Matrix movie was was a standalone. They they you know they're searching for the one. So Neo, you know, you rearrange the letters a little bit. I'm sure it could have been uh eon. eon. Just the same, <laughs> but yeah. Um but you know they they find this guy Neo. He's the, he's apparently the one, a messiah figure. He's going to bring down the Matrix, who's a bunch of fucking uh robots who have enslaved humanity and created Biological batteries, which doesn't make sense, but I'm not I'm not here to to, super to fight about that. The old yeah. copper top. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I love that. When she calls him copper top, you're like, what the fuck? He's not a redhead. <laughs> ah. Um and uh fuck, where was I going with that?
0: We were going to indulge you.
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> you're being so continue indulged. to indulge me. Okay. Um <laughs> So in the end of the first one, Neo goes ahead and fucking proves he's the one and he flies away. You got the second one where they, they build up more on that and it's like, oh shit, is he the one? I don't know. By the end of the movie, you've got this architect uh, convincing him that he is not the one, that he's just an, an abnormality in the program.
0: He's the six.
1: Yeah. And and this has happened before. It'll happen again. He doesn't fucking matter. They go in back into the real world and he uses his powers, as we alluded to earlier. Now we're on to the third movie. Guys, make it make sense. Hold on. Wait, wait.
2: What, hold on. What you're forgetting, though, or not adding is you got to remember Smith somehow found a way to get from the Matrix into the real world via um, Bane. As Yeah, he infected a that, dude. That, that changes what number three is. Now you got a guy that's on the inside as a program in a human. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. Well, Yeah, because in the
0: third one, Smith becomes the main villain like the matrix isn't the main villain anymore it's smith because he's he's like replicating the shit out of right, himself he's in the matrix it. and he's in the real world trying to fuck shit up and um so basically i guess do you want to, like a plot synopsis of the yes third one so so basically uh like neo's in a coma and they pick up uh bane the dude that uh
1: yeah that happens at the end of the the second one
0: yeah they pick up bane as well cuz he blew up you know, he's Smith and he blew up a bunch of shit and everybody yeah. knows it. But, uh, then basically he goes back to the Oracle and is like, Hey, Oracle, what the fuck? Cause, Cause I got the impression at the end of the second one that like the Oracle was in on it the whole time. Like from talking to the, the architect oh, interesting. where it's like, yeah, this is the way it always is. And so like, it was like, okay, so is that just another program guiding him to get to that point? Make sure, Hey, you need to do all this shit and you need to end up in that room with the fucking architect so that he can give his little speech. And we can reset everything.
2: Well, I, I, think she, I think she knows that eventually, eventually there will be a one that beats the, breaks the system. And this, that current version yeah. is, is the one we're watching. We're watching Neo actually finally not reset the Matrix how it's been done before, but actually enter this Age of Peace that are between the Architect and the Oracle. So, uh, yeah, she was kind of just in on it the whole time, right? Morpheus kind of gets skeptical at the end of number two and the number three, saying like everything I believed in was essentially a lie.
0: Yeah, because she knew all this shit. Yeah, she could have told them all of it, and she did not. And so that was kind of kind of whack. And also, they changed actresses in the third movie. And I don't know if they just if the other one oh, died. No, or they she died. Get yeah, her. she passed away.
1: They actually, they. uh I'm pretty sure they changed. In every movie. I think after the first one, she died. I know. I think the one in the second one looks a lot like her, but I'm pretty sure it's a different lady. Somebody really? with working internet can look it up. Yeah, I remember hearing that Gloria years Foster ago. There
2: is in Matrix 1 and 2 as the Oracle. Oh. and then oh, yes, then there's a, new, there's a new lady in number 3. She must have died like mid-production
0: because they filmed two and three at the same time yeah for some yeah because i i thought i
1: had heard that they that that the first one had died after the first one so they just decided to make her a different one in every
2: single one. Oh, interesting well because number two she's only got the park bench scene where number three yeah. she's got about four or five more scenes than she normally yeah. would have so that's oh, that shit. may have been it
1: yeah when i was watching the second one i remember looking at her and being like well i know it's a different actress but she sure looks she similar doesn't.
0: okay <laughs> uh Smith is causing all kinds of shit. And basically, the, you know, uh, fucking Zion is like imminently going to get attacked. And and a lot of the movie is dealing with Zion getting attacked. And then Zion does get attacked and they crawl into giant machine gun mech suits that make no sense. Yeah, with no body protection. No body protection. No, like, why would you not protect the operator? This, this, like, a forklift has more protection than this thing does. You're fighting things and... You know, a piece of shrapnel could kill you, for fuck's sake. A stray shell from somebody else's machine gun so could like take your fucking head off. Like the suit at the end of Aliens? Kind of, yeah. It's a lot like that, actually. And uh,
2: I, like, just put a screen over it. Something, something yeah. Man. That's That's what bugged me. I'm like, well, this, this, this makes no sense. Uh, me Because no. all it has to do, yeah, Something all it has to do is just run into your chest and you're dead. I don't know how, I think his name was Mifun or Mafoon. I don't know how he lasted that long. Because he was oh, gangster. Yeah. He was tearing everybody up. And at the end, he got shredded. And I'm like, oh, so if you just had a fucking protection over his body, maybe your guys wouldn't have got ripped apart. And you got to reload him with fucking wheelbarrows. Like, <laughs> hey, who, whose plan was this?
0: This is a terrible plan.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're
0: just but, running uh, out there. <laughs> but yeah, Basically, they're drilling into Zion and they're going to fuck that shit up. And Neo goes off and says he, you know, like, I'm going to do my, you know, I, I know what I need to do because he's the one and they end up going to the robot city um, and he after bane blinds to, them yeah, yeah yeah bane but bane gets on their ship you know smith smith oh, man I, gets on their ship and they fucking fries his eyeballs i do remember him being blind and then they're flying in there and he's just like blowing the fuck up out of like thousands of missiles and and uh those uh what are the hunter killer things they call them? The squiddies sentinels yeah the sentinels he's just fucking wrecking them by holding his hand out blind and uh i guess he can do that now Why yeah not? can he start seeing them yeah, well, yeah, he can like see the matrixy version. of Yeah, that.
1: like like a daredevil vision.
0: Yeah, and uh, and then and then they crash into like I, apparently the main robot building. I don't know some robot building and, and Skynet. And Trinity spends about fifteen minutes dying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, she had <laughs> like, like seven bars in her body, and she that was a slow death.
0: It went on for so long, uh, and then he goes up and uh, like the the matrix is like. Uh, Boss or something? I don't know. Big spike ball with like a like a proto human face thing on it comes up and he's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And he's like, "Hey, I want me to handle this Agent Smith problem for you." And it's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Tell you what, I'll go in there. I'll I'll handle this chump, and uh, we'll have peace then." And it's like, "Okay." And it jacks him into the matrix, and then he has the rain fight and beats. The That's got to be the Agent best Smith. connection
2: to the matrix that you can get. A hard line yeah, straight yeah, out, out of Robot yeah, no City. He was built <laughs> man. Yeah, he was running. Yeah. He was running crispy. But the other thing is, um, so because th- they do do a nice scene when they go see the Frenchman, how the Frenchman wants the Oracle eyes so he can see kind of oh, future yes, yeah. things, and they they make that statement and says that you can't forcefully take it; it has to be willingly given. So when Agent Smith goes to the Oracle and takes it, that's and why at the end when he fights in the rain. He fights just one on one because the false prophecy that he's seeing is that. He doesn't, he's overconfident. And he doesn't need all the other ones to beat him. And that's why at the end, when they fight and he, he kind of says the weird, I, I forget what the quote was, but the oracle said to Neo earlier. He, that's when you kind of notice that he sees fear for the first time. He's like, get away from me. And then once the, once he actually eventually dies, it's the oracle laying there. And so she was kind of putting yeah. that false vision into his head because it just seems sincere that she actually wants humanity to be. Well, well Free? connected in some way, not, not you know yeah. mistreated and abused. So
0: something like that. Yeah, that's right. And then so then he beats Smith and like gets uh, like led away on like a glowing Matrix. Yeah, what the fuck was that thing? Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on. So like, is he dead? Uh, maybe he's unconscious. Um, The thing I didn't understand is like, so the Matrix wants to get rid of these like people that have been causing them trouble. And he comes in. He's like, "Hey, we want peace." And then he collapses. And they're like, "Why don't you just cut him in half?" Nobody knows you made a
2: pact with this guy. Like, is the Ma- is the Matrix computer like honorable? Well, yeah. Because remember, even at the end, the architect says he's like, "Do I have your word?" And he goes, "What do you think I am? A human?"
3: That's so true. He he, yeah. he he
2: does a comment where he's just like, "I'll honor it," but it's you know, eventually, it's coming. It's something's gonna respark it, which I'm assuming the concept of Matrix Matrix Four is gonna be, which. You know, I haven't really read anything about that. I know only one of the Wachowskis are directing it. I don't think it's both of them. Oh no, I kidding. think it's
0: just Lana.
2: Yeah, I think it's just one. Yeah, one of the two. So, which if nobody knows this, watching it is directed by the Wachowskis. So,
0: yeah, the the um the uh, then brothers now sisters correct um the which confused me at first because I was like it's like I looked at Matrix Four and it's like directed by the uh, the the you know the Wachowskis sisters and I was like wait what really because I hadn't heard anything about it at all. Yeah. And I was like, I, I could have sworn it was Brothers, and it was. It, it, yeah, I think changed. they
2: changed their yeah, it was from the Wachowski, because it used to be the Wachowski Brothers, and now it's just Wachowskis, or however you want to pronounce
3: it.
1: Yeah, the first one, the fir- at first it was the Wachowski Brothers, and then, it, and then it was just the Wachowskis, because I believe one of them had transitioned when they made the sequels. And, and you know, by the time this new one's coming out, then they, they have both transitioned.
0: But, uh... One of the questions that I was left with at the end of the third one, because they're talking about it, and they're like, you know, so like, what are we going to do? And she says something about like, well, we'll let everyone know what's going on and who wants to stay can stay and who doesn't can leave. And it's like, how the fuck are you going to do that? Are you just going to like have like an announcement? Like, all right, everybody, you're all living in a simulation. Who wants out? Like, yeah, who the fuck what would even fucking... want to leave?
2: Oh, I get to go back to this shitty other world with nothing in it. Yeah. What a fucking
0: shit show that would be. And then what are you going to do? Like, OK, you just unjacked, you know, let's say 10 million people. You don't have 60, the resources to fucking handle these people. They're just going to starve to death. Fucking, which maybe that's the fucking Matrix, Matrix's plan. Is, you know, like, all right, sure. You want freedom? Have your freedom and poverty, you chumps. You'll come crying <laughs> back to us.
2: Yeah, because it was a cool concept that how every time he, the architect was talking about redoing the Matrix, he's like, the first time I made it, it was... Perfect. It was almost like a heaven. The second time I made it with with fear, but you guys the only thing you guys can finally wrap your head around is kind of how the world was like before the the AI and computers took over, which is why it looks like it's stuck in nineteen ninety. And they're like, you know, this is the best case scenario where only one percent of people, which at the time was probably six billion, so sixty million people, have an issue with what of having that notification of like, oh, something is wrong here. This is this is odd. And that's kind of, I think, where Morpheus was narrowing down who to look for. But shit, that's still a lot of a lot of fucking people yeah. that have an issue. And, and then at that point, is it, is it just the one percent that would want out? Or if you knew you were in a simulation, would, would you then be woke and want to get out? Yeah, that's
3: what the,
0: the question, mind? man. I mean, I, I guess why not? We'll do one bit early. So would you want out? Like if you got the red pill, uh, blue I pill fucking choice? If I'm Neo, uh, sure. If I'm not, fuck no, you, off. You're just some schlub. Let's say you're just some schlub. Yeah. Like at, the, at the end of the thing, they're just like, hey, you guys, uh, we lost a war. Um, this is a simulation. None of this is real. Do you guys want to go to the real world?
1: Yeah, you're, you're Link.
0: Here's, here's a video. <laughs> we'll, show, we'll show you a video of what the real world looks like. You want to
2: go there? Yeah, yeah
3: fuck that. No. Keep me in. Keep yeah. me in.
0: <laughs> no, Unless you I, have I'm, nothing I'm like, going well, on in
2: your life, then maybe. <laughs> Wait, but no, even yes. then,
0: I'd be like, yo. Who do I have to talk to to get an upgrade? This shit ain't real. My life could be better.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I mean,
3: Cypher's
1: sitting there. He's like, wait, do they have stake in the real world? Because that, that's a really, really big deal for me. That, that's a selling point.
0: Can't you just make us all, like, like I, I won't reject the Matrix. You can make things perfect. It'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Can we all be <laughs> Neos, please? I mean, I mean yeah. I'd be like, you know what? I will work a nine to five shitty fucking job. Just let me fly.
2: <laughs> just let me fly. Yeah, yeah, keep me in, unless I'm Neo.
1: Yeah, I I think I would have a really hard time, like, even if it wasn't the end of, of Matrix 3, you know, if if I was put in the, in the Neo position, where it was just like, this feels off, everything is tinted green, and it's strange, and these motherfuckers just somehow physically implanted a bug in me, even though I'm a virtual program
0: a lot of that shit didn't make sense. Yeah,
1: I, I I'd be like I I don't I don't know. Like it it would be really well, I don't know, man. It'd it'd be really difficult to decide to go somewhere else. And t- I mean, like maybe if I was Neo, I'd be like, "Hey, what's it like over there?" Like if I knew that it would that it was going to be like months of fucking physical therapy cuz I've never used my muscles. <laughs> and I'd have to eat fucking gruel and, and live on a dirty fucking spaceship forever or, or, or go to weird
2: sweaty cave orgies. Yeah, Everyone's what, like, well, that's
3: what's, that's yeah, what's what the son- fuck was
2: that six minute scene about? That was way too long.
0: I watched this shit with my son and, uh, I, he watched all three of them with me. And like that scene, he was just like, he looked at me and was just, like, what is going on? This is, this isn't the matrix. This is terrible. <laughs> Cause it's like right at the beginning too. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah that's no, like right within away. like the first like half hour of the movie where, you know, they haven't even been, they've barely been in the Matrix and like it's all politics of, of Zion and then this weird orgy rave. Yeah. That's just like, and he was just like, what is this? And then when we were watching the third one and there was that party that they bust into the, the Merovingians party
2: all yeah all gothic and gimpy
0: yeah they're all bondaged up and shit (laughs) oh no shit like like, as soon as he saw that he was like not again (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's
1: like your son's equivalent of like is this a kissing book
0: yeah it it absolutely was (laughs) is this a rave orgy book or is this another rave orgy movie although you know at, (laughs) at the same time
1: like like looking at it through different eyes like hey at zion you Everyone just has weird, sweaty rave orgies. I mean, yeah. maybe that's not
2: well, so it's weird because they still they have all this futuristic tech, but they but they still act like tribal and religious by nature. So I was like, I don't get, I don't get the crossover. Either you're a military based uh, Zion, or you're being led by this like council of, of knowledgeable people. It's like, so I don't, where's I don't get the, the balance in it. Why is it, why is it both and not one or the other?
1: Yeah, why can you not make showers, but you can make spaceships, essentially? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: neck suits. And
2: yeah, fucking A, ships. And
0: nobody wears shoes. Like, that whole party, everyone's super barefoot, so it's like, your options are shoes or boots with a lot of buckles. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. no, there's, there's no slippers in Zion. And
1: everything is, is sweat, sweats material. You're wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts, and no elastic on any of the the sleeves or collars. And then, and
0: then you go straight over to the other side when you're in the Matrix, and you wear nothing but leather. Yeah.
2: that's
3: yeah, weird. It's,
0: it's, it's odd. I can only imagine how sweaty and smelly the set was.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's no all a real lot of people. Breathable clothing here.
1: No, there's no CGI in that scene. Carrie Ann Moss probably had just as much of an issue with her wardrobe as, like, Michael Keaton did with his bat suit.
0: Yeah, that pleather suit, that <laughs> thing looks miserable.
1: Yeah, that was some sticky-tight vinyl, man. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's, like, right
2: out of, like, Underworld.
1: <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> All black suit. Th- there's there's something that came out of that. Or out, <laughs> of, uh, out, of, out of the Matrix world. Holy shit.
0: Oh, also, one thing about Matrix, uh, it was the second one, right? Right before the orgy party? Like, are they not allowed to fuck on the ship? Because, like, they get off the ship and they're like, oh, right, now, we gotta fuck now. Like, they're, like, hot and heavy, and it's like, you guys have been spending, like, all of your free time together.
2: Yeah, they wake up, and they wake up in bed together.
0: Like, why are you now super excited? To, like, oh, great, we can have sex now. Like, why didn't you just do that on the ship? Was there a good wide shot in the ship? Like, maybe there's multiple
1: bunks in there, or maybe there's really lousy sound insulation.
0: Even that, you know what they could do? Go fuck in the training room. Yeah, they can go into the Matrix and have, like, the most romantic, amazing sex, like, with whatever toys, whatever kind of shit they want. You know, they could shower in the Matrix first and not smell like uh, fucking sweaty Zion balls. <laughs> you know? Like, w- like, if you could go into, like, super virtual reality where you could have whatever you want whenever you wanted, why would even having sex in the real world be interesting? Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. Keep me plugged in. Tell you what double me triple her
2: let's have some fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah unplug me let me learn every fucking thing that i can and then plug me back yeah. in oh geez yeah. yeah he's like oh no fuck foo yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> like doing the doing those wild crane jumps and like meeting in midair does a little circular thing around you as you fucking dock in
0: yeah i mean like it just seems it seemed weird that they were like so intent. Like, oh my god, we can do this now. We're free. It was like you guys could have done this the entire time. I don't. I don't. I don't get what the the tension here is. Right.
1: <laughs> Fucking Neo. You know what's funny? Like like the 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 topic of the Matrix. It seems pretty straightforward. Like okay, let's come in. Let's talk about a couple movies. Let's talk about cool fights. Let's talk about the special effects and the the techno music. But then you get into it, and it's like. We could just fucking talk about this thing oh for hours. yes and and all of its fucking different weird facets. like it wasn't until I went back to watch the uh, at least two of the three movies where I just realized how much there is to talk about like i've got I've got a list of fucking questions. It's all, it's almost like it needs its own bonus episode or something and just and, and <laughs> each down one from, of these I'm questions down part two. would be uh, Yeah. I mean it would need like like fifteen minutes of discussion on their own. Like we'd have to do like a, a twenty-seven part Matrix series, but um
0: so but, but <laughs> I don't want to do that by no, the way. No, 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 no. <laughs> we
1: we couldn't even get through like a, a sixth part of video games. Yeah. Um, but I think I mean I hope at least that that fans of the Matrix series have have been with us so far. I mean, I'm sure people are screaming like, "Why don't you fucking talk about this? Like, you talked about this fight. Why aren't you talking about this fucking fight?" And it's like, I'm I apologize in advance. Ooh.
2: I will say this though. You know, a movie's good when someone tries to imitate something after it. Like how everyone was doing like the Heath Ledger Joker voice. Um, right? That was it was awesome. Matrix. When you people pulled away was everybody tried doing the fucking backwards bullet dodge. Um, and then everybody, I don't know one person that didn't say Mr. Anderson, like he was really <laughs> yeah, fucking Mr. Anderson. I love him as agent Smith. And when he, when Neil, oh, yeah. right before Neil fights all the Smiths in number two, I love that conversation he has about, and without purpose, you know, I, I we were going to take from yep. you what you took from us purpose. Like it is purpose that a dialogue us. with the best of them. Yeah. Purpose yeah. that binds us. Purpose that finds mm-hmm. us. Yeah, I love that piece of dialogue. I I had a
0: hard time buying him in Lord of the Rings because all I saw was Agent
3: Smith.
2: (laughs) Did Bane not do a decent job imitating Agent Smith in the human world? Like, even, like when Bane, he, he's talking oh, yeah. like Agent Smith. And I, when I was rewatching, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forget. Yeah. That's just that's Agent Smith's mannerisms. And this guy's doing a pretty good job of imitating that. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah,
1: he did. Yeah, I even thought when I when I saw the guy, like for a split second, I was like, wait, is that Hugo Weaving? that They just gave him a beard and his weird. But like, <laughs> like I, I feel like they did pick somebody who didn't look entirely unlike yeah. him for that yeah. reason. But he was a talented actor.
0: Well, he did. A, yeah. He did. A, he did do a great job. When, when they're fighting and, like, Neo's, like, still not getting who he is, I was like, how are you not getting who he is, dude? This guy, like,
2: sounds... <laughs> like who he, the fuck calls you dude, Mr. He's Anderson? He's killing the
0: impression here, man. Yeah, he, like, this is really obvious who this guy is. Everybody knows. How have you not figured it out?
2: Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm just trying to think of other fight scenes that stand out. I like when he fights Seraph and they do the whole fight on the fucking bench on the table. Oh, Yeah. That was a yeah,
1: yeah, that was very reminiscent of the training scene with Morpheus. It, it was yeah. just—it was a lot quicker, and I—I uh, I really enjoyed that.
0: You know the fight scenes that didn't stand out? A lot of the ones in the third movie.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I noticed it like in the intro, you know, where it's like the you know here's Trinity dying thing, and then it happens later. And
1: wait, wasn't that the second movie? Or does the, the third movie also open up with Trinity dying? And no, that is, that the is the
2: second one, isn't it? Oh, that is the second that's when he one. Meets yeah, yeah. The arch- that's when he meets the architect and he has to make the choice. Yeah. And he chooses to go So the to third to one, where,
0: where they storm, oh, that's true, yeah, well, this, where they storm the, um, the Merovingian's place and they, like, come out of the elevator and start killing all those guys and they have that big fight scene, it was, like, it was just, like, bad aim. Like, they're all just, like, standing there, walking slowly, shooting guns at each other and, uh, missing like, no one's hitting anybody. Like, like, there's no, like, weird backwards dodging or fast moving or anything. They're just slow-mo standing at each other, shooting, and no one's getting killed. And it's like, this is not... Like, wh- why is this like this? The, like, you guys did such a good <laughs> job for two movies. Why are you sh- just giving up now?
2: What happened? <laughs> yeah, fucking hey. Because that's when they start crawling, like, on walls and shit and standing on the ceiling and things like that. And then, yeah, it's like, you're missing yeah, every oh, shot.
1: <laughs> Do they go, like, straight up David Bowie and Labyrinth?
0: Damn near. Yeah. Like, they're walking on the ceiling. But, I mean, like, it's like slow-mo of them just, like, walking between pillars, shooting, bang, 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 and the other guy doing the same thing, and no one getting shot. And it's like, okay, guys, like, dodge or something. Like, we know you can do it. Quit being lazy.
1: Yeah, do some one-handed cartwheels picking up machine guns while you're at it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because like, you, you hold that in relief to the, the lobby scene in the first Matrix. That shit was badass. They were doing all kinds. Of, they weren't just walking slowly. They were doing cool shit. And uh, the, th- the third movie was a bit of a letdown for them. Yeah, it definitely dropped the ball Wah-wah. compared to the other
1: two. Just like Back to the Future 3.
0: E- ending things is hard. <laughs> you know? Uh, like, you got a great idea, and you got some cool stuff, and then you got to, like, provide a satisfying ending. It's not always easy.
1: Well yeah, and maybe it, maybe it also comes from having to end something again. Like you had a brilliant idea that ended perfectly and then you're like, "Oh shit, we have we now have to tell a continuing story. We have to top ourselves from before, but we have to we can't just have this guy, you know, just be fucking ultima fucking destroy everything, man.
0: He's got to be challenged."
1: Yeah, and then but then you still have to end it
0: satisfyingly. I don't know, man. Oh, and that's where I'm curious where they're going with this fourth one. Cause like it ended with Neo essentially, like maybe he's dead, maybe he's not. But if he's not dead, that guy's fucking, you know. Hurting. <laughs> well, but if he, like, if he comes back, he's, he's nearly limitless in his power. Like, I mean, he's fucking king shit dude. Like, wh- what are they going to come up with to threaten him? You know, is it more of a. Like if they, if they did the emancipation thing or like, that's what it was about. Like, all right, people, here you go. You know, do you want to go out? Do you not? And like all the conflict in that, like, it'd be a
2: cool think piece, but it wouldn't feel like the matrix at all. So yeah. Has there been any word on what they're actually trying to tackle it on? Or is it just saying, Hey, matrix four is coming. I looked for it and didn't see shit.
1: Yeah, me either. Like Just, either there, so there's a lot, of, a lot of theories and conjecture floating around.
0: The only thing I know is that uh, the, like, when they're scheduling stuff for shooting, uh, they're using the code name Project Ice Cream. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe ice cream plays a pivotal role in the movie. I don't know. That's the new spoon, a spoon of this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, I imagine... They're they're going to have to scale Neo back. Like I am, I I would guess, especially since uh, in some of those candid filming shots, he's got like his long John Wick hair and like and you know a scruffy beard. I I bet he is either plugged back in or you know he's he he has fallen from where he was before. But I mean, Carrie Ann Moss is there too. So, well, she is she she's dead. Wait, she's in the fourth one. She's gonna be in it. I, I'm. I'm pretty okay. Whoa, maybe it's uh, a flashback or something. All right, Who all knows? right, nerds, don't get mad at me, but I <laughs> I feel like like I like I saw a uh, 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 scene of them filming where where she was driving a motorcycle and he was on the back of it.
0: Interesting. Oh, yeah, no, I'm
1: I'm I am almost certain that Carrie Ann Moss is back. I don't think Lawrence Fishburne is back.
0: Oh, that's that. That's too bad. Yeah, is that I got to look thing? it up now.
1: Yeah, because I I remember when they when they were talking about a new Matrix movie for a while, they were talking about. There were rumors of like Michael B Jordan doing a uh, a Morpheus
0: prequel. See now that would be interesting. Like tell a story really? that I mean it would be more interesting than I don't know where they're going to go with this. Like oh, if, yeah, if I was wondering. going to That
1: is interesting though because
0: if they were doing a prequel you know where they're going with it. Well, kind of except I don't you don't know much about Morpheus.
1: I know enough. <laughs> I know enough about uh, I know an, as much about Morpheus as I know about Joseph Smith from Growing Up Mormon. And they equate <laughs> to about the same thing. They're a, they're a prophet. Yeah, Carrie Anne Moss is in it. Uh, let's see. Anybody? Jada Pinkett Smith is coming back. Oh yeah, Neil Patrick Harris.
2: Neil Patrick Harris. Yep, I'm looking at that. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't, It can't be a prequel though, because why would he wouldn't know her then, and why would he be older? Why would he have long hair and a beard?
1: This movie is definitely not a prequel. I think that that was just rumors uh, of a of a different uh, pass or a different take on a on another Matrix movie.
2: Nice. It shows I, the Frenchman in it, though, so he's, he's still alive and kicking.
1: Oh, yeah, there he is. Lambert is he? Wilson. Yeah, the Merovingian.
3: That's
2: cool.
1: I'm only assuming his name is Lambert because he's French.
2: It's definitely that. <laughs>
1: By the way, <laughs> Lambert.
0: I, I looked up the, uh, the translation of what he says when he's talking about how like f- he loves French because uh, it's such a beautiful language to curse in.
2: Wiping your ass with silk. Yes, yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what he It's like wiping your ass with silk. (laughs) And so the the translation of what he says
0: is, uh, name of God, bitch, slut, son of a bitch, whorehouse, shit, bullshit, shithead, fuck your mother up the ass.
2: God. (laughs) That is fantastic. That is awesome. I always wondered what the fuck he was talking about. (laughs)
3: that's that's
0: some solid swear and it it did sound all fancy
1: wow yeah, clean Um, on that note how about a break guys (laughs) yeah I can grab a beer (laughs) Uh, we'll be right back folks looking for a new podcast check out the Infectious Groove podcast my name is Russ and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle every Monday the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jams so you'll always have new music to check out The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. Welcome back, Ben.
0: Welcome back, Craig.
2: Hey, welcome back, fellas! Yeah, all right. Whoa, our first three-way welcome back. Yeah, that was a twofer right there. I was a, I nailed
1: both of those. Yeah, Ben's Ben's mixing it up here. Um. Okay. So as we always do, we are going to move on to a little structure, which you know the as we were talking about earlier, Ben. Uh, our little structure has become very little very lately. Little. Yeah, like <laughs> I feel like it used to be half and half um but i don't i i don't know i know you don't enjoy the lists and if it's if it's not something that comes to me then i'm not gonna do some deep research to come up with an interesting list for the you know let's say on a good day half of the people that love listicles because of the two of us one <laughs> of us loves listicles so
0: there. Uh, that's my second favorite isticle <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah well and, and you and you cut your other one off too <laughs> just like you do mine
0: yep fuck those things um who needs them yeah i mean I, I, you've known me for long enough to know that uh, i'm better at bullshit than structure anyway <laughs> so
2: <laughs> um
1: okay so we're gonna go ahead and move into first impressions this is our uh, our first encounter with the the property ben do you want to lead us off
0: yeah mine's not terribly interesting i mean uh, i went and saw it in the theater and uh i remember being uh thinking it was one of the cooler things i'd seen in a long time like the the fights and the the effects definitely blew me away when the techno
1: I, music i know you love your techno yeah, music but the, your remixes of rob zombie songs that fucking Dragula remix. Woo.
0: Was that in the first movie? <laughs> yeah. I remember
1: hearing yeah. that. That, I mean, was, that like, was in oh, the, yeah. early, the early rave scene. Yeah. Rating machine, scene, but I club think that's the last track on there. Wake up. That
0: was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. But yeah, I remember just uh, it, enjoying the ride and being like super excited for it. And uh, it was fucking super cool. Like, I mean, I, I don't really have like any specific thing. Like I, after that, went out and bought myself a trench coat or some shit. <laughs> like, uh, Oh, I just remember seeing in the theater and thinking this is some of the cooler shit I've seen ever, and uh, I want more.
1: Well, yeah, and and this is an interesting property because it is something that affected you know a certain time of our life in a, in a big way. It was very influential, um, but it's not something like like uh, Princess Bride or Pee Wee's Big Adventure or Goonies where it was when we were children, you know, where where it really like seeped into our pores and you know got in our veins. Like this came when we were seniors in high school. You know, we we were almost uh, we were I think almost this adults.
0: Was, I think this was the end of junior year that it came. Was it? Yeah.
1: Oh shit, you're right. Okay, that does make sense. It does make more sense with the uh with the trench
0: coat thing yeah, in so, high school. So I already knew that I was cool. I didn't I didn't need this movie to uh, <laughs> help me do that, you know? Uh yeah. But but, but I mean, yeah, my first impression was just seeing it and, like, being blown away by the special effects. Because I hadn't seen anything like that. Like, I'd never seen any of this shit before. Like, it was totally new to me. Yeah. Like I said, Blade, I think, did some stuff, but I hadn't seen Blade. Yeah,
1: I certainly didn't see that in the theaters. I didn't, no. I didn't see many rated R movies in theaters before that
0: i we weren't allowed to unless we've had like an adult going with us at well that point. shit
1: i mean i i worked <laughs> yeah. at the theaters at, at this point oh yeah
0: so you could yeah watch whatever the hell you wanted
1: yeah so i i saw i mean similar to yours i saw matrix in the theaters i i feel like i saw it with our old buddy tevin but i'm not certain if if i saw it with him or if we both saw it around the same time but i just more than more than uh how excited I got when I saw it, I remember how excited Tevin was after seeing it. I don't, I don't know why. I hope he listens to the show because maybe he can, he can chime in or email us or, or, or even just give me a text message. But like, I remember how stoked he was, but he was also super into uh, into techno music. Like we would, we would go to like, mormon dances or or little raves somewhere and and wear wear some big old pants well, listen, and i
0: remember he had the big pants like the fucking yeah
1: we 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 both had some pants i'm not gonna say what what we called those pants but like we we made some pants that had like like giant fuzzy cuffs on the bottom and like we even like belled <laughs> them out with some with some like fuzzy fabric it was embarrassing looking back on hey, hey there's another thing that i that i remember from my uh contemporary uh wardrobe at the time that was embarrassing but uh yeah we did it um but yeah i don't know i don't remember much besides like you said just seeing seeing stuff like like uh like the you know the camera that revolved around that you know that paused and moved in space and and bullet time and and the fights and stuff and just being like oh shit this is something new
0: and a lot of wire work i don't know how much wire work i'd seen before that
1: yeah and and even even compared to like the uh the the wire Fu movies you know the the jet Li, Jackie chan yeah,
2: crouching tiger hidden dragon Yeah, and shit, yeah which yeah came I mean, out quite a bit later i think i think that was the same choreographer too that that did matrix did um crouching tiger hidden dragon oh, really? oh no shit i yeah, think i mean so, yeah. i mean this one didn't uh
1: it wasn't so in your face like in the middle of a fight scene like maybe maybe later on it was i don't know where where they'd start running on walls but it wasn't just like we're standing on walls fighting. You know, like, they, they'd they have some cool jumps and some cool moves, but, you know, it was still pretty grounded.
0: It was the kind of thing that, like, you thought maybe you could do if you tried really hard.
1: Yeah. I remember Preston and I, you know, going to ninjutsu a couple times, and then all of a sudden I had some toppy boots. So we started, like, like you know, running really, really hard so we could, like, run across the wall for, like, four steps and think <laughs> we're cool as shit. But... uh. No, I never, I never put on a black trench coat while I did that.
0: Only because you didn't have
1: one. <laughs> no, I did have one back then. Believe it oh, or not. Shit. Yeah,
0: I had a red pleather trench coat that was way too small. Oh, I for remember me. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wore the shit, out of that thing. See, and and again
1: with with the embarrassment, like after Matrix came out, like I I would have been too embarrassed to wear a black trench coat to school.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Then you feel like a poser.
1: Yeah. I, I wasn't like Craig's friend in sixth grade. Speaking of Dude. which, <laughs> hey, Craig, what's your first impression?
2: Yeah, so that was definitely the first one I have is, is that memory of him saying Morpheus. And I was like, I don't I don't know what the fuck that means. So I, we'll look into it. What it did do is change my... Because now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it was sixth grade. Um, it changed our roughhousing from WWF-style fighting, WWE fighting, to... Neo one arming blocking punches and you know, it kinda of changed our, our, our schoolboy roughhousing into this this uh kung fu style versus power bombing people in sandboxes. Um <laughs> so, you, so it classed the place up a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I did tip my wardrobe exclusively to probably black, which is probably shirt color I wear most, and also I don't know, maybe maybe that is why the Matrix rubbed off on me a little bit. But I do remember and, I, and this has to have been inspired by it, because um, I have a twin brother as well. We started taking uh, Taekwondo, and that was in sixth grade, seventh grade, too. So it would have what other influence outside of me watching The Matrix would that have done? So I think that was another thing that kind of came out of watching that. You're like, dude, that's badass. I want to learn how to do something along those lines so I can start kicking people's ass. Yeah, I want to be um, able to
1: say, I know Kung Fu and mean it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I got to say, it, just like Keanu Reeves does, and um, again, like I said before, good movies always have a year long of people imitating them, and I can't, so many people were doing that bend backwards, bullet dodge, that, um, you know, if we had YouTube and memes around back then, that would have blown up the internet.
3: Because even that was absolutely. in its infancy.
2: I mean, the Matrix, because you got look at the Matrix and its aesthetic. It's still running like floppy disks. It's still running hardline PCs. So the fact that it stayed contemporary to what the equipment was, even though it's based on future technology, right? What's he said? The year's closer to 2199 versus, you know, 2009 or whatever it was, Uh or 1999. So... It also really got me into like looking more into like things like AOL and MSN messenger and talking to people in <laughs> chat boards and things like that so um it definitely made I think my, my generation at sixth grade more interested in what the internet and things like that can actually be used for and, and now look we are now doing it we're doing a fucking online conversation in Discord. Yeah, no shit, right? So I, that's what really blew my mind. Is The Matrix was like, man, let's, I mean, look what it did. It blew up the internet. It kind of put a, a, a flashlight on it. And now you have guys like Elon Musk who fear AI takeover, or at least wants to be more prepared for it. So it kind of just opened my eyes in a couple of ways.
0: Well, we've seen the Matrix. We've seen Terminator. Uh, AI is bad, clearly. Oh, yeah, and, and
1: and there there's some scientists out there that are going on record claiming that that it's very possible that we are living in a simulation and like, I, I haven't, I haven't done a deep dive into that, but I'm really curious why they think that and you know, how much of it is inspired by thinking about the matrix and, and yeah. using that as your logical jumping off point for your theories.
0: I, I, I think the basis of a lot of that is the fact that is like, um, like string theory, multi-dimension theory. Like there's a lot of dimensions that we can't perceive even. Yeah, and it's not disprovable. And there's no real reason that the laws of physics should be the way they are that, that we can see. So well, who's to say that it wasn't set up by something Yeah, what's determining that, it? That could be observing us from dimensions that we can't even perceive. It could be. Yeah. God. Yeah, it's just God's simulation. Yeah. He's just fucking with us. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he went off to get a sandwich like two billion years ago, totally forgot to come back.
2: Yeah. He went he went out for some cigarettes. Yeah. I always think of, uh, have you guys ever seen the movie Can't
1: Hardly Wait? Oh, it's been like 20 years probably.
2: When he's like looking up at the stars, like maybe it's just God's salt and he's waiting to eat us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I, I, I did have a note in, in my original watch of The Matrix that's saying the internet looks so ancient like the internet that he's it playing does, around right? with at the beginning of it it's like whoa i haven't seen that internet in a long time <laughs> it's like the old <laughs> internet where like you'd have the under construction gif of like the guy digging and like the little sign over that nope no they had, like the, it was like it looked like a street sign with a guy with a shovel digging and
1: when it, would that happen
0: like when well, you'd put it up like if when your site was under construction and then you'd never finish it because the, oh you know, oh okay uh, oh. back when everybody I, had a com yeah, I was on the internet from, like, 1990 forward, so.
1: Yeah, I think I joined the internet in like, was like, 95-ish, like, like and with, with AOL, when that took off, That that's when I first came into the internet and started going to chat rooms and shit.
0: I think by the time I was 12, I'd already been kicked off of AOL once and had to make a new <laughs>
2: username. <laughs> it was that's easy. I, I, remember, I remember messing with uh, MSN Messenger was mainly the one we use, and then other, I remember kids... Other people would be like, no, you got to jump on AOL. And I'm like, no, that seems too mainstream. I'm going to stick with MSN, which is why I still use a Hotmail today.
0: (laughs) I still run into people with like AOL addresses still. I'm like, how do you still have an AOL address? How is that a thing?
1: Yeah, my pops had one until like a year ago. But I mean, my dad's also 70.
2: so. Yeah, I think Matrix was a good job at just saying, look, take a close look at the Internet. And that's mainly, I think, what a lot of people did with it. And it had an awesome soundtrack. We guys were talking about it earlier. We had, a, it had some blazing tunes on that. So when it kind of started mixing over the um, like kind of like the rap rock stuff, especially with Rage Against the Machine, uh, Wake Up like that, I remember that song as a kid and I was like, damn, that's a cool tune. Oh. So we got some good music out of it. Marilyn Manson, I think, is on the track uh, on the actual movie oh, really? track, too. So
0: we have to go back and revisit the fucking soundtrack. I didn't even think about it when I was watching. Yeah. I noticed the Rob Zombie briefly.
2: Yeah, oh, there's that. Yeah, you know, I remember Dragula because yeah, because t- two and three kind of went more techno, where one kind of more had like that rocky, like, yeah. that rock yeah, sound like, it, like an
0: industrial. Sound. Yeah, there was definitely a rave vibe in the second one. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was never a rave kid. Like I knew a lot of rave kids, and I, I was not. Oh, yeah, me either.
2: And I, although I do have tons of friends in like Flagstaff to go to like EDC every year, but no, oh, that's yeah. not for me. Is that still a thing that people do? It was well, not COVID, until um,
1: yeah, back, not, sure. not this year, well, but yeah, last obviously. year it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I when I worked at a at a restaurant up until a few years ago, there there were still you know yeah like twenty one year old kids going there.
0: I mean, it's a great place for twenty one year old kids to take a bunch of fucking Molly and like rub up against people and fucking stare at your yeah, fingers and listen yeah. to some fucking. Crazy I don't music. think it's gonna like,
1: die. I think you. I think you just get old and stop going.
0: Yeah, it's something you grow out of, but like when you're 20, like, yeah, sure, that's a, that's, that just sounds like fun.
2: <laughs> Indeed. Um, Indeed it is. So,
0: uh, favorite
2: use in pop culture, guys. Yeah, that. What do you got for that? Uh, do you remember when the trailer for, um, I, I don't know if it was Shrek 1 or Shrek 2 came out, like everybody started doing the high freeze frame crane kick. And I remember, oh, doesn't yeah. the Princess Fiona in like Shrek 1 or 2 do that exact kick? And that's completely out of the matrix. And I'm like, I remember seeing and that was in the, like the trailer for the movie. I'm like, man, they and this is an animated thing taking something out of the matrix. I just remember that. She jumps up, yeah, kicks the fucking dude in the face. I'm like, dude, that's right out of the matrix.
0: Yeah, I think that might have been the second one, maybe. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I, I think she does a split kick out of it. Yeah, yeah, she does something gnarly. And I remember being, okay, yeah, we wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for the Matrix being a huge success. That stands out to me. It
1: was everywhere. And, you know, you had movies like fucking Equilibrium. I I mean, I, I, I hardly remember that. I think I was stoned when I watched it with uh, with Christian Bale. But, like, like that one was hugely influenced by The Matrix.
0: I mean, there was a load of them. Like, so, I guess I'll jump into mine. My favorite use in pop culture, because I couldn't really, I couldn't come up with anything really super specific. So, I just went with, like, the bullet time aesthetic in general, like it got a little played out cause it's like everybody started doing it for a while.
2: I remember it was big and like Max Payne. Oh yeah. I love the shit out of it. Max Payne. Like that was cool as oh, shit. Oh yeah. They did it. They did it good. with the sideways jump. Yeah. You could like jump over and like you'd slow down. You could just
0: like, <laughs> tack, 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 tack. Start fucking yeah, that was cool. n- nailing fools. Uh, that was fucking amazing. But the, just the technology that they developed for this that went into so many movies after this and I saw, like, a, an interview with the guy that uh, did the special effects whose name I do not remember and did not write down.
1: Nope. Doesn't uh, matter.
0: <laughs> but, uh, he, like, he was talking about, because this was 99, so, like, computers were not super great. Like, they, they would run through and do, like a, like, a mock-up of what the scene would do so they could figure out where they wanted the cameras and, and get all the positioning and stuff right. So they'd put the choreography into there And, like, the, the video they showed of the mock-up was, like, you know, late 90s computer graphics. It looked terrible. But they were able to to kind of set everything up and get the practical stuff shot. And and the thing that really stuck with me from it was at the end, he's like, you know, we're doing this and it's great. And 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 I can really see computers m- making a bigger impact in filmmaking moving forward. And uh, he was like super right because
2: uh, CG is fucking everything now. Fucking yeah. right. wait till the avatars come out or if they ever do. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. CG.
0: Yeah, and it's just it, he they were on the cutting edge of making, you know, cinema, action cinema, kind of what it is now.
1: Yeah, they were they were kind of doing to cinema what what James Cameron was doing. Like speaking of Avatar, it just made me think of like what he was doing back in the early '90s with like T2, where he was taking practical effects to their pinnacle, but also pioneering CGI effects. So this one was totally taking CGI effects and and to an extent practical effects and melding them in a way that hadn't been done. Like when you see that helicopter crash into the building and you see it, you see, yeah, the ripple, the fold in in hard physical uh, space like that. That was that was something that we really hadn't seen before in any in any big way. And that movie did it
0: a lot. The super slow-mo bullet dodging and, and you know, just all of that ended up in fucking everything for the next 10 years, essentially.
2: Yeah, because the only thing competing with it at the time was, if I'm remembering right, 1999-ish, was was Phantom Menace, though, was coming out. So we're seeing CG that was kind of Lucasfilm pioneering things that were more based on what um, characters like Jar Jar Binks could look fully fully developed characters that aren't even used as like, you know, future going into like Golem and stuff like that. And then you had the matrix doing these, like you were saying on T2, practical mixing with CG. And so at the time we were getting two great things moving into the, you know, the 21st century. It was pretty cool to see that and Y2K was going on. So everybody was still freaking the fuck out about the year 2000. Oh, yeah, computer, yeah. Computers were about to ruin the world, man. Like, like that, yeah, that was so. a legit threat. And then you have a movie like the matrix come out and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: Is this what's going to happen when the clocks go back? Oh shit!
3: (laughs)
2: uh, Well, and and to that point, like I've
0: I've watched the Phantom Menace and uh, the Matrix fairly recently now, and I got to say the Matrix graphics hold up a hundred times better than the Phantom Menace. I think so too. I agree with that. The Phantom Menace looks dated and shitty, and the Matrix, especially the first one, looks fucking good. All the effects still hold up. Yeah. Like I said Matrix 2, a little bit less so cuz this the a little bit more leaning on CGI and it was a little bit more noticeable but it still looked good. I like, I don't think my son noticed the CGI in in the in the Smith's fight.
1: Yeah, and there there wasn't a time in the second Matrix movie where where I was watching it and I was just like, "Ah, oh, fuck this shit." Like I do in in other movies that that had Groundbreaking CGI, like I'm sure I could watch The Lost World and hate the CGI in that movie more than the Matrix sequel.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, the effects were solid. So uh, yeah, that's my favorite use. Yeah, is the, is the prevalence of
1: that bullet time and special
0: <laughs> effects. And and like you said, it was badass in Max Payne. Like, <laughs> Fucking actually Way, being able yeah. to live
2: live bullet time and do that was uh, cool as shit. Yeah, because I was just playing, like, um, like, Ghost of Tsushima. I was talking to you about it the other day, John. Uh, it, like, every arrow system now, like, when you have a bow and arrow, is a freeze mode. It's, it's got to stop. And you can go yeah. fast and you can, you like can shoot it. And, and that kinda, is inspired yeah. by, by bullet time. And, you know, back, even from mm-hmm. back then, that's where it comes from.
1: Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that before. Yeah. Like, you can even do that in, uh, in friggin', like, Call of Duty. When you, when you bring it. Oh, no. what No, what is it? It's not Call of Duty. Oh, there was something where you bring up the crosshairs, and you can actually hear the character girl like, <gasps> you know, like he's sucking in his breath, and and you have like a limited amount of time to to take like a focus shot.
2: What was You, that? you can do that in games like Far Cry and things yeah. like that, or even like the new um, like Horizon Zero Dawn, the new Tomb Raiders have that ability. It's, it's like a skill or a perk you unlock to go slow down time a little bit and focus, take that breath, and you got like three seconds, five seconds of time doing it. So, yeah, you, it's heavily influenced in games now, yeah. by far, at least because, I, I mean, I do video games, so that's where I notice it the most. Well, it makes you feel like a badass, too, because <laughs> you can just start
0: popping people, or like even like the VAT system in Fallout.
2: Yeah, oh, know? yeah. <laughs> Okay, where you can and be
0: like, all right, I want a headshot. And I'm going to shoot this fucker in the leg, and I'm going to shoot that yeah, dog click, 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 in click. the butt. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, Maybe that probably. outer world. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, John? What's your favorite use in pop culture? My, my favorite use in pop culture is a little more
1: obscure because, you know, like, like with so many of these properties, especially when they're movies, did I just slur my properties? My <laughs> I know. Sorry. I, 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 I took a I've shot done. of whiskey <laughs> while we were on break, <clears throat> and all of a sudden I hit my tipping point.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm on my sixth gear, you're good
1: <laughs> You hold it together better than I do Holy shit <laughs> but No, with this one, I, I decided to go to A property that references The Matrix and that wouldn't Exist without The Matrix But it's something very small That brought me a lot of joy So uh, travel with me If you will, to a, uh, to a Happy Madison Production called Grandma's Boy
0: I fucking love Grandma's Boy Probably one of the best Happy Madison
2: productions in my mind, if not the best. It's in my top five comedies of all time. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah,
1: it is is infinitely rewatchable.
2: I just watched it the other week, so I'm glad you bring it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've got a character in there named J.P who is uh, oh my
2: god yes
1: <laughs> yep he uh he dresses like he's straight out of the matrix he wears like a super long weird leather coat like it's not like a trench coat it's like a like a weird like skirt coat thing <laughs> um and, and 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 you know he he's a fucking weirdo his hair's all slicked he likes to wear sunglasses he's he listens he blasts techno music and you know, got the robot point, voice Yes, exactly. He's like adios, turd nuggets. (laughs) As he moves, yeah. "Mm, Sit on my face. Uh, and uh, and you know they make reference to to him being in the Matrix. Some I don't know. I remember Nick Swardson's character saying something about how much you cost in the Matrix. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So without the Matrix, that character never would have happened, and that brought me a lot of laughter. You know, because it's, I don't know, like I, I look at the uh, the video games and the music and the fashion and whatnot that came out of the Matrix. None of that is that great to me, but that character makes me laugh every single time I watch it. So thank you, Matrix, for giving me the character of JP on Grandma's Boy.
2: Yeah. And even when everybody else wears different clothes the next day, he's wearing the same exact outfit every time. Oh, Black yeah. Shirt, pants, slicked hair, fucking coat. His first even when he walks in uh, when you when you first see him in that office he has that intro music dum 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 you know, that, that techno beat and you're like God <laughs> dang, this <laughs> matrix Yeah. Uh, good one man. Yeah, perfect perfect example. Yeah. That, that that was a quick easy one.
0: Yeah, that's way better than mine too. <laughs>
2: Well, cause I was, I've just been trying to think of another one. And I mean, it's, I'm curious if there's been any other, because you know, when you watch movies like Space Jam, they pull pulp fiction out, like when Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam <laughs> yeah. are doing the dun 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 dun. I'm just trying to think of any other thing that, that anyone's kind of mimicked, um, the Matrix in terms of like a Morpheus or an architect. Cause the architect, how many memes got pulled once people started doing them that he looked like Colonel Sanders? And it was uh, never, I think it was the 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 um Academy Awards where they did that whole segment and Will Ferrell is playing The Architect and he's doing that. So that pulled yeah, you, you guys vis-a-vis. remember that vis-a-vis. I think yeah I think it's Will Ferrell doing a version of The Architect. So that even rolled over to watching like Academy Awards 19 or 2005 4 whatever whatever version it was. So that I remember liking that a lot too. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, I now I gotta watch it afterwards. I'm, I'm almost positive it's Wilford.
3: He like <laughs> got he's trying to sound now.
2: smart, but he just keeps saying stupid words that don't make any <laughs> sense. And you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?"
1: Um, so I think now uh, it's time to wrap things up with our one-word reviews and our final thoughts. Any volunteers for uh,
2: for taking the lead here? No, let me hear what you guys say. I gotta think of a one-word review for The Matrix.
1: All right, I'll take it. So my uh, my one-word review goes a lot to what, uh, to what Ben was talking about for his favorite use in pop culture and what we've discussed almost ad nauseum at this point. But um, uh, pardon the pun, because I, I would love to say no pun intended, but I came up with this ahead of time, so the very fact that I am saying it still means it is intended. Uh, I went with, <laughs> with Revolutionary, because like, like I we like discussed, it. yeah, the, this movie... This movie did revolutionize special effects. It brought fight choreography to American cinema in a different way, rather than just you know separate from from uh, martial arts movies. You know, it integrated it in a certain way. It it just it changed the game at least for a while. You know, where where it had copycats all over the place. Um, yeah, it it was revolutionary for its time, similar to to movies. You know, in the early 90s, like T2 or The Abyss, where they were pioneering certain special effects techniques and where, where things were on the precipice of going further, you know, and, and we could see even in four short years how special effects changed from, you know, the, the more limited use of, of CGI, at least with, with uh, human characters in the first Matrix, to Matrix Reloaded, where you have entire CGI fight sequences. But, yeah, I want to call it revolutionary, so I'm gonna.
0: They had all the copycats, but then, you know, like, people were copying it for a while, but then, like, all the really good bits stuck. And those just kind of moved forward as part of cinema from there on. Yeah. And uh, so it, even though, it, like, it had a huge mark at the time, because, like, every, it was big and everyone wanted to kind of recapture what it was doing. A lot of the stuff kind of just made itself part of the fabric of cinema moving forward.
2: Yeah, I like it. Also, put another big fucking trilogy on the map. It put another tentpole trilogy that people can say is arguably in the top five trilogies of all time. Well, and a big trilogy that they can milk for more.
0: Yeah, to make a quad trilogy <laughs> apparently, because that always yeah, works yeah. out well. Indian <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah, you have a good trilogy and then you make another movie. 10 20 years later it's always successful right right <laughs> um so i kind of jumping off of that and uh, and also to bring the room down a little bit here oh no um, bring it down my one word review my big takeaway from watching the matrix trilogy over again is uh fizzled because it started <laughs> so fucking good it was so great and it just it it's just a steady declined down and by the time i got to the last one uh i just didn't care w- anymore like when trinity died she's like i don't give a shit like uh, somehow you've made me not care about this character that i'm pretty sure i did care about not that long ago yeah like in yeah, the second
1: one second I, I did care a little bit when she died
0: <laughs> yeah and i was like no eh no no nah, yeah i just she's already died once and got brought back. <laughs> get it over with and uh we all knew she wasn't gonna make it like it was so heavily for just the whole thing just kind of, it just didn't end satisfyingly, and it kind of tainted the whole franchise for me. That like I don't think I've see, gone back and rewatched the Matrix in a fucking decade because uh, it left such a bad taste in my mouth when it ended. And that's when I, like when I heard there was make they're making a fourth one, I was like, okay, hey. <laughs> I, like I hope it's good, but I'm not gonna count that you know count on it being. Um, and I, and I think it's it's kind of a textbook case of how not to do a trilogy like i I, i'm assuming they had it planned from the beginning kind of seemed like maybe they did but they just kind of seemed like the ending was uh it it wasn't satisfactory to me let me put it
1: that way that would be interesting to look into because i i would just automatically assume that again like back to the future that they just had a cool movie in mind and then they then they had to go back and make more based on how how the second and third one came out. I don't know. Yeah. But man. I mean it I mean Lucas was doing the same thing, you know. I mean, he had he had a trilogy in mind even more and he was just out to make one good movie.
0: Well, you got yeah, well you have to make the first one stand alone otherwise, you know, because if it if you if it doesn't work out, at least it's a good movie on its own. Yeah. You can't end the first one with a fucking cliffhanger. So, um Yeah,
3: like like, like
2: kind of like M Night did with fucking uh the last airbender. Yeah. It's like that, that first one sucked, and now we're never going to see the ending of his version, but I'm glad we are getting new ones. Yeah. I, I'm not,
0: I'm, I'm again, not sure why they're retelling the same story, but uh, hopefully they do a better job this time and at least pronounce everybody's names right.
2: God, if I have to hear fucking <laughs> Ung and Soka
1: and the Eero. Maybe, maybe I'll watch that original one if we ever do an Avatar episode. <laughs>
0: it's uh. like, man. Ugh. But in any case, um, I, I don't want to shit on it because the, like, the second major is good. Like when I was watching it, I was kind of thinking like, it's like the, the trilogy ejaculated prematurely. Like they blew their load on the second one and just didn't have anything left for the, for the third one.
1: And I, and, <laughs> and I mopped every bit of that up.
0: Yeah. Woo. It's like, you know, <laughs> like snuggling after sex is great, but no one watches that in the porn. They fucking, they're done by that point, right? Like, sure, it's satisfying to have a good ending on the whole thing, but uh, no one's sticking around or gives a shit. Yeah, watch it.
1: it was like the the first one was them getting drunk and hooking up. Yeah, the second one was that was them, you know, it's
0: Pound Town.
1: Yep. And then the third <laughs> one was like sobering up, and they're like, "Wait, what? Oh boy. Who are you yeah, you oh, can't you can't shit. find
2: a fluffer in the room." Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait. Oh, I didn't see the top of your head. You're actually going bald. I can say that because I am, and it sucks.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going with fizzled. That doesn't mean I disliked. I mean, it means I liked the first ones. The, the first one and the second one were good, and the third one was disappointing, and that's not cool.
2: Yeah, that's fair. All right, what about you, Mr. Perales? I'm going to use the word connected, because I think what it did is it made a lot of people rethink their reality. It made a lot of people focus on Internet. AI, um, the concept of a simulated world. I mean, there's, like I was saying earlier, there's guys like, you know, there, I mean, ideologies have been sparked from these movies. The uh, theories have been sprung from watching these things. It's an interesting conversation. I mean, we're having a whole conversation about it. Just are we even in a simulator? Is this real life? Like, so I think it did a really good job. It also did, cause in the time in like the late 90s, even like, like hacking culture and stuff like that was this kind of dark shadow. Um, you know, people stayed in the back. Now hacking is almost looked at as like cool. Coding is cool. It made things that weren't generally looked at or 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 thought after uh mainstream. And I really like really that I really like that. I like that we can have conversations is what's gonna happen with AI because compared to 20 years ago, we're getting closer to that reality. So, and I think more people need to just start thinking about what the context of AI is actually going to be once it's self-realizing of what, why the fuck am I listening to this guy? Why why, why is this robotic dog getting kicked over for laughs in Japan? You know what I mean? And then once AI starts realizing what it can make, then we're, I mean, we might possibly be in a world of shit. And maybe the Matrix was the best version of what could happen versus what we're going to end up seeing. So connected would be the word because I think it, it blew up internet. It blew up coding. It blew up. Um uh, people that do hacking and things like that. Um that's what I would take away from it. And we're getting closer to that reality than we've ever been before. So That's one of the
0: things I really took away from rewatching the first one, is it like it raised a whole lot of fairly cool, interesting like philosophical questions. Like what is yeah. life? What is reality? And that was neat in combination with like a fucking kung fu style fucking shoot-em-up action movie.
2: Right. They didn't make it boring. They didn't make something that could easily have been boring. They didn't do that. They made it fucking a trilogy of action movies and whether or not you like threes, you know, that's on you or or whoever doesn't like it. But one and two, you can't argue that those movies are fucking jam packed full of good action scenes based on AI taking over the fucking world. So I really like that. I I think the, the first one came in heavy with
0: philosophy and with like some just really cool ideas and they kind of expounded on those. But they didn't really introduce anything meaningfully new after that. With the exception of, like, the sentience of programs, which, which was kind of cool, but also kind of opened up some weird plot hole questions. Like, if you're a program and, the, like, the Matrix wants to delete you, why are you living in the Matrix? Just go, like, can't you have, like, a subsystem somewhere you could go live on, like, the, the training world? And just, like, set one of those up where, like, you know, like the island of misfit toys? <laughs> you can go and hang out and not have to worry yeah, about being deleted? Nice. Why are you why would you risk being in the Matrix where they can see you? But the questions asked in the first movie were were very cool.
2: Yeah, the eyebrows raised and the question asked. Well, yeah. and even even so much as as
1: the main question of all of it, like when Neo sits down with Morpheus and he's just like, you know, he's using the 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 Alice in Wonderland metaphors, but he's he's basically just giving him the option. He's like, do you want to continue to live in a world that is fake? but that you know or do you want to open your eyes like that that is so thought-provoking to us like i mean we we even provoked the thought earlier in this episode but it is really interesting to think you know that 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 could even be possible you know that that it it raises so many questions about about the uh life and existence and like perception like it, it was a very very smart movie whereas you know, the second one, I probably love it more because it is more about action than it is about actual thought-provoking conversation. Same thing with Back to the Future too. Bringing it back.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and thus far, like, uh, Life Simulator 2020 has been pretty shitty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, can we uh, hit the reset button?
0: Yeah, this has been some solid red pill fuel here yeah. so far this year. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here.
2: I am curious though, so when he goes to see the architect and he's being told it's the sixth time doing it and he sees the uh, TVs behind them react the way they reacted when they first met the architect, does that mean everybody gets redone in the same image as before? Because Neo's the same guy. Yeah, I thought the same thing and I was like, that doesn't
0: make sense. Because like, if Neo was the same dude every time, like they could pretty much, they could easily genetically screen for this fetus and just be like, all right, dump that one in the trash. Right, yeah, um, let's
2: find the one that looks like this fucking guy, and then we'll know who it is.
0: But then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, so the Matrix is not real, obviously. Like, you look like whatever you want, you can dress like however you want, and so the architect may have been showing him images that looked like him, but... So that he can so grasp that, it? So that he would recognize, that was me. Because if he showed him, like, a you know, five other people that didn't look anything like him, it would be like, okay, well, those guys failed, I'll succeed, but he wants some, you know, that's you, dude. And you fucking failed and you're going to fail again.
1: You know, what's interesting is I was just thinking about this, that I almost would have enjoyed it more if it were other people. And the architect was just like, these were the ones before you, these fucking people. That's what I was
2: kind of thinking. I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't it be different versions of the one in this new world? Because I understand. Okay. Even if Neo is repeated and looks the same, but like, does that mean Morpheus is the same guy every time? Does that mean Trinity is the same girl every time?
0: Like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense at all?
2: Because so, uh, okay, uh, I understand well, even because when he goes, we become effective at 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 eradicating you. Well, then why the fuck are you not just screening these face shots of these same people for the last six times?
0: Why don't you just clone the same Joe Schmo that doesn't give you any trouble? Yeah. and have like everyone in the world be the same dude, and then like, you could assign them different identities in the Matrix to make them feel different, but like the physical body's exactly the same on all these guys. These movies fucking suck. i thought it would have been kind of cool if it probably would have been hard because they would have had to fix it but like uh if morpheus when he was in the matrix didn't have a gap in his teeth (laughs) he's
1: like i can
2: fix this shit i don't don't need to go to the dentist (laughs)
1: he's got a full head of luxurious (laughs) hair
2: exactly (laughs) especially now that we know that things can change because the oracle changes i mean obviously that wasn't due by design but we know that things can change when something changes so i was just curious the oracle is the only one that changes physical appearance in a world where you can look like whatever you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, they should have had someone that was just, like, fucking super ugly in real life. And they're like, who are you? And be like, yeah, I'm this guy. Like, I don't want to look like that. That dude's fucking ugly as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some shit.
1: Yeah, Joey Pants goes in there. Or, sorry, Cypher goes in and looks like Fabio.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was reading something, though. Do you remember? Okay, so you remember number one, Switch? The one that was in all white? The girl? White? Yeah. yeah. Like, like a, her, the original draft was when she went into the Matrix, she was supposed to be a guy. And that's why her name was Switch. So when she was in the rules world, wow. she was the girl with vibrant white colors. And then when she went in, her appearance was going to be, she was going to be the only one that did look different compared to what her, like her avatar would have been different than what she was. I, that I, don't, sounds I don't know familiar. why I never got past that, but it's kind of a forward thinking idea, especially with what, with what happened with the Wachowskis
0: later on. It wouldn't surprise me if the studio shot that down, because this was 1999.
2: right yeah they didn't think people were ready for that shit or something a lot of people being
0: comfortable with i think that would have been cool to see like because like why does everyone look the same and why is everyone dressing the same like if you could look like whatever you wanted it'd be more like ready player one where fucking everyone looks fucking ridiculous that's what i was just gonna (laughs) say yeah you you can do whatever you
1: want i mean i think if you if you turned into like a big blue person then you know you might stand out in the matrix but but you yeah.
0: could. Like, there, there's got to be assholes out there to be like, I'm just going to run around as a fucking live action Mickey Mouse. Eat shit.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to wreck everyone's world. I'm going to yeah. be like, this is fake. This is fake. Fuck <laughs> you guys. This isn't real. Look, I'm Mickey Mouse. That's not real.
1: <laughs> just, just be near a payphone.
0: Yeah. Just fucking dig cut out of there as soon as you can. Man. Just screw with people. There's, there would definitely be assholes in, in uh, Zion as well.
1: Yeah, you know, what would stop somebody from going into the Matrix with a note that explains everything and just, or, I mean, write a hundred of them. Yeah, just, like, throw them out at people for people to pick up and then get the fuck out of there on your payphone. And then all of a sudden you have all these people thinking that, like, are agents going to show up and kill all of them?
0: And they probably just wouldn't, people just wouldn't believe it. It'd be like the Flat Earth Society. And you shout all they want about how flat the Earth is, but... Uh, <laughs>
2: everyone's gonna be like those people are crazy i was also thinking why are they only after morpheus if every fucking captain has access codes to zion's mainframe why are they only chasing morpheus around or or is he the only one that's in the matrix more often than anyone else because that was the whole thing they're like we're looking for morpheus he's the number one terrorist he's got codes but like but there's like a shitload of ships doesn't every captain have fucking mainframe access codes Cause, cause
0: he's main character adjacent. That's why. Yeah, he's the one that the cameras are in <laughs> front of, and the matrix <laughs> can it was tell. One no thing: yeah. I'm
2: just like, why go find someone that's fucking not as cool and can fight like Morpheus? Go find fucking Niobe if you can.
0: Or that that fucking other, that other captain that was in the thing. That guy was a fucking huge turd. The the, <laughs> yeah, the one that wasn't Niobe, whatever his name was.
1: I suppose there's also the fact that like. Uh, Morpheus goes to talk to the Oracle, and he's looking for the One. So maybe that jumps up on their radar more often if she's a program.
0: I also always kind of wondered, right. like, what happens to the people that the agents turn into? Like, what do they? What kind of memory do they have? Fucking what toast. Happened? Yeah, just gone. Like, kind of like, whoa! What the fuck? Like, what the fuck just happened, man? Or most of them die because they get killed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that we see.
0: But like, you know, imagine some of them survived here and there.
1: Felt like I had a seizure, and then I was jumping on cars and crushing them with with <laughs> with my own
2: mass somehow and what the fuck yeah yeah matrix is crazy
1: all right well i think we've uh we've reached the end of our road here thank you very much folks for uh for unplugging with us and uh checking out the real world for a second uh, if you want to let us know how we did today you can email us uh, at email at geek exploration podcast Dot com. You can follow us on the social medias: Facebook, Geek Exploration, the podcast page, Instagram, Geek Exploration Podcast, and Twitter at Geek Explore Pod.
0: And uh, hey, Craig, tell everyone where they can find you.
2: Uh, you Plug can find time. me at at Craig Peralis on all the social medias. If you want to follow uh, Last Call Productions on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Last Call P R O D Z on Twitter, and then the podcast is under Last Call Gaming, which is the biggest show we do, and that is on po- uh, Castbox iTunes, Spotify, and again, Last Productions is spelled with a Z, all one word. I had fun, guys, so I appreciate you having me on. It was, it was, a, that was a good conversation. I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is great. This is super fun. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, we'll figure out how to how we'll do one on ours next, and so we can have a nice little crossover. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to learn some, uh, some shit about video games, because that, that's one thing that I like about listening to your podcast, is that you guys... It's not just like a game by game fucking fan show. Yeah, you know, like you, you guys actually do some research, you uh you figure out what's happening and you guys well, you guys understand it quite a bit better than I do. I, I gotta admit, I'm fairly lost some of the time, but you guys <laughs> you know, you move really fast, you're very knowledgeable <laughs> and uh and I and I feel like I'm a part of a conversation when uh when I listen to you guys.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And like I, So the next thing we want to do is, is uh, I, I don't know if I want to name it Last Call Happy Hour or Last Call in Friends or with friends, but the next show will just be more guest oriented so we can talk about whatever you want. It doesn't have to be video games. We can do another movie, anything pop culture related. I know you're, um, you guys are into comic books. I just picked up 100 comic books today. So if you want to talk about comics, oh, we can talk about comic books. Nice. So I'm open, for, I'm open for whatever, fellas. Sounds good. Wicked. Uh, well, if you enjoyed today's show,
0: uh, go on to Apple Podcasts or PodChaser and leave us a uh, Five Agent Smith review. <laughs> 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 I could come up with anything better than that. Jeez! What do, oh, fucking what? Five self,
1: five, five. There is no spoon review. Yeah.
2: <laughs> five, <laughs> Mister <Mr>. Anderbends.
0: <laughs> Mister
1: Robinson.
0: Uh, in any case, uh, go give us one of those. Um, and uh, we still got, uh, we got merch up at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. And our theme song, as always, is "Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com.
1: Until next time. Some things never change, and some things do. Is that what it
0: was? <laughs> yep, <Okay>. that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so fucking nice. nice.
0: Someone thought that that was really pithy and important and needed to be in the script five times. Yeah, let's rinse and repeat that fucking... Oh, <laughs> <geez>. Wow, guys. <laughs>